hello. Howdy. How's uh, how the shot of, shots of Jameson go? Oh, they went great. I still have one here that I I poured. And, oh, okay. And I'll be taking at some point. There okay. you go, James. How many did you get up to? Two. Hi. Hello. Two. Oh, Hi. Okay. <coughs> Welcome, James. Thank you. Welcome, Welcome to the party. <laughs> oh, yeah. Our, our late night party. Whew, so late it's for so, us old people. It is very late. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, it's because I made a Facebook. Uh looking at my desktop like why is there this picture of me on my desktop and it's because because <laughs> I made a dumb old Facebook what do you go and uh, do that for yeah. you actually told us but. Yeah. <laughs> like a personal Facebook or for theater it's theater stupid stuff my my only friends are my assistants <laughs> that's because true. that's the way the world communicates now yeah. business or non it's Facebook yeah, it's not. It sounds like there's been a start of a trend, a downward trend on Facebook. Let's see here. First, I'll open up show notes and then Facebook trend down. Apparently, there's only two O's in Facebook. It's not Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No. There's no there's no trend. <laughs> there's sort of a trend. Uh in twenty eighteen they lost almost three million US users under the age of twenty five. Oh wow. So the trend is that old people are more and more creating Facebooks and young people are more and more going, eh, I don't have time for this. That's why. Society gets one or the other. Mm-hmm. There's very few <laughs> things that are both. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean and plus it's like a lot of a lot of things that the young people it's when it's you know new and the old people aren't on it it's like okay this is like an exclusive place and once all the parents start getting on it it loses some of the luster well yeah yeah and it, and it literally was that i mean yeah you no yeah on exactly. unless you were a student yeah no i i think i think right before i joined it is right i think when i joined it is right after they opened it up to everyone back in like 08 mm-hmm. before that i think it, you used to have like a dot edu or yeah something yeah uh, had to sign in with your college ID. Exactly. Yeah, something like that, yeah. So what's right. been new, fellas, in the last three days? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Zach. What, what, do you, what do you have? What are you going What's going on? Uh, uh, absolutely uh, nothing new, yeah. Just, uh, you know, work, work stuff. <laughs> okay. What day did we do this on? Was it Wednesday? We did yeah, it on Wednesday. So, yeah. So yeah, yeah, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I spent. Uh, I was working all three of those days. I didn't put those you two pieces together. Too? Oh, uh, every other week. Ah, gotcha. So this was this was my Saturday, and it was a pretty busy one. So at least it went by quick. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. What put pieces t- were you supposed to put together? That um, last for the last episode we recorded late in the week, and then I'm having us record early this week, so it's even less ah. time in between the two. It's like yeah, it's like an extended week. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah. yeah, and and the last episode it had been like what a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, it exactly. averages out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so once a week over like three months, it's fine. We'll be, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <clears throat> I have one feature that I'm trying to um, put together, but so that'll happen <laughs> oh. <laughs> later on. <laughs> James, how was your how was your three days? It was good. 
it was lovely. We took yesterday off of work. Um, so, and it was supposed to be just a, a stay at home day, but I ended up scheduling doctor's appointments for that. So that's fun. Huh. Um, yeah, my, I, so Kaiser no longer has ear, nose and throat specialists. They're now all head and neck surgeons. Oh, right. What? That so, seems like a very different yeah. job. <clears throat> yes. Yes, it does. I, uh, and so I had to convince my, my general practitioner to refer me to the ear, nose, and throat doctor. And he goes, well, he goes, I'll refer you, but they're going to be upset. And I was like, what? Why? And he goes, well, <laughs> you know, leave they're the all surgeons now. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. Fucking, they're all surgeons now. And I was like, okay, but they still do the same shit, right? And he's like, no, not really. Like, they ultimately do, but, like, they, apparently they, they really only are there for, like, in case the regular doctors find a tumor or something. Hmm. So, huh. but yeah, it so was I, the most awkward doctor visit I went to. I, I, so the reason that I'm there, I've been having like ear pain and, uh, my, my voice has been raspy for the past couple of months. Okay. Um, and so I just, I constantly feel like I have to clear my throat. And so she shoved a camera in my nose. Oh. Uh, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was really awkward. And so she said she was only going to do it on one side, but my right side apparently was giving her too much resistance. So she had to then back out and go into my left side. It was the most awkward. Hmm. Like, I would honestly prefer probably like a catheter to that just because it's yes. right in your face and it's <sighs> like you have to you have to stay still. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're tensing up a little bit here. Could Do you think you could just relax uh-huh. and calm down? Uh, re- relax your face. Yeah. yeah. Fucking... So yeah, ultimately she says that she thinks that it's my allergies in combination with my acid reflux not being properly controlled. So she prescribed an additional antacid, but I'm pretty sure that I'm not supposed to take the two at the same time. Mm Because when they, so I'm currently taking uh, Protonix, which is Pantoprazole. Mm -hmm. And when they switched me to that one, they were like, stop taking your other antacids immediately and take this one instead. Okay. Right. So, because the other one that I was taking before was... um, uh, Prilosec, yes. Omeprazole, as it were. OTC. Right? Yeah, correct. Um, and so, yeah, they were like, no, 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 no more of that. They were like, take this one only. And I was like, cool, fine. Right, so, mm-hmm. but she told me to now take Zantac too. And I was like, I, like, okay. So, I, uh, I haven't actually filled that one yet. I sent a message to my doctor like, hey, is this allowed? Like, I thought that I was not supposed to do both of these together, but, you know, fucking whatever. She also suggested a humidifier. That's probably not necessary in this town. The right. humidity in my house is always super high. Right. Let's see. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it probably depends on the house. I know, like, my uh, my parents' house, they have a couple, like, uh, standalone temperature and humidifier gauges. And this time of year, normally, the humidity in their house is pretty good. But sometimes it dips pretty dry, yeah. I have the fan going constantly, so I'm wondering oh, if that's oh, going to do it. Oh, yeah. that might do it. That might do it. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a lot of people are saying just go with Zantac if you have a choice between the two. Between well, l- luckily the, the they work by different mechanisms. So yeah. I've, if for some some people, if you need both of them, then then it's okay. Yeah. Like if a specialist is like if I, I got a prescription, I was from a specialist. We might sometimes double check with them to make sure that they right. want the person on both. But. Hmm. 
What's it? So what's so Zach? So you have Prilosec, you have Zantac. What's the difference between those guys and Tums? So Tums is a is what traditionally called an antacid, and that just neutralizes the acid that's currently in the stomach. Okay. So that is something that you know, if you have just occasional heartburn, it's it's good because you're not really absorbing that much of it necessarily. It's just working on the acid in the stomach, and then you know it's done. So it lasts for a few minutes, and then it's it's done. Then you have like the Zantac and Pepsid work by a certain mechanism to they're more they aren't as immediate as Tums, but um, they do generally work relatively on a quicker scale than things like uh, Prilosec and Protonics, which have a different mechanism of action. And they're more, they take a couple days to get into the system and start working. Right, right. They have to do with your acid production rather than yeah. just dealing with the acid that you already have. Exactly, yeah. Hmm. And the reason why, like, sometimes you'll see you know, articles saying if you can go with things like Zantac instead of things like uh, Pepsid uh, or not, yeah, not Pepsid, Protonics, um, is just because the uh, proton pump inhibitors like Protonics, they tend to work better and decrease the amount of acid a lot better, but that can lead to issues in terms of increased chance of certain infections. And there's some like long-term questions about issues they may have with bone density and kidney function oh wow so yeah no, but that's... none of that was explained to me oh, oh. Did, yeah yeah osteoporosis dementia i saw is yeah a that's possible... another new one that they're thinking it might have a role in yeah but a lot of those a lot of those that's the osteoporosis i think they're last time i read an article they're pretty sure that if you use it more than five years it increases the risk of that um, the kidney function, that's one that I think, unless there's been new research I haven't seen yet, I think that that one's still one they're not 100% sure it's been associated with it, but they're not sure it's causing it. Hmm. Uh, same with dementia. Interesting. Holy shit. All of those things are things I don't want. Yeah, right. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, if, if, you, if you need them to help prevent, you know, GERD then, because I mean, if uncontrollable GERD increases the risk of like esophageal cancer and things like that. So sure, right? It's kind of yeah. like a a pro <clears throat> con type thing, you know. Man, Thanks. getting old just sucks. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> pick which part of your body you want to deteriorate first, son. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, exactly. I I face this all the time. Like <laughs> this bad thing or that bad thing. Which which one is better? <clears throat> So like I tend to do things like like I had the did we talk about this with my teeth and not see a dentist? No. No. Oh. Or if if we did it was the time when I got the super drunk and sure. remember. Uh, I don't think it was that time. But uh <laughs> so I haven't seen a dentist in 10 years and I have no plans to see a dentist because I hated going to the dentist. Sure. And so it's all did we I think we have maybe talked about this. I don't know. It's sounding a little bit familiar, yeah. So I just have come to terms now with like, okay, so dentistry is just not a thing that I do, and someday I'll get <laughs> fake teeth, and that's that's that. It's obviously is not it? ideal to have fake teeth, but for me, at least right now, that's uh, better than going to the dentist. Did you not go for so long just because of like lack in dental coverage for a while, or just 
generalized like it, I don't like the dentist. It was so it was so rough going to the dentist as a kid that the second uh, I turned eighteen and I had it was up to me, I said, Well, I'm just not going anymore. And then I I, I never see. went back. I was very similar. Um until I realized that as a grown up I can now pay for sedation. Right. <laughs> I still don't like the lectures, but yeah, sedation <clears throat> is appealing. Yeah. Well, just that. So at first I was like, no, you need to give me the gas. You need to knock me right the fuck out, please, before you do anything. And they were like, okay, well, let's try this cocktail first of mm. sedatives that is not quite anesthesia so that you're not all the way out. And uh, the usually I do okay. Like with the – I can't remember the name of the actual drug that they give me. Chloroform. But, uh, yeah, essentially. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, is this something it's, you get uh, like on prescription that you take beforehand, or do they give it to you there in the office? They give it to me there. They, I oh, mean, they okay. give me the gas, but they don't. It doesn't knock me out. It's just it makes me cool, makes me like fine with things. And then one doctor gave me a shot of uh, Demerol and something else, and uh, yeah, that was okay. I prefer the gas, but that's not always, you know, that costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I. I haven't been back for a couple of years now. I had last time I went, I had two problem teeth pulled and then I'm supposed to go back and talk about getting, uh, implants or bridge, but I don't want to mm. bridge because then it'll fuck up my other two teeth next to the current tooth hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm waiting I for really, is the bridge. I really yeah. need to back. It's been a few years since I've been to. My, oh, good. So it's not just gen- me. Yeah. It's literally waiting years. Okay. No, no. I mean, mine. I, I don't have any problem with with dentists. I mean, they can do whatever to my mouth. It doesn't really phase me. But I, uh, when I first started uh, working, um, I ended up managing to get an appointment. And then, like the next two or three t- appointments, I ended up having to cancel. And the dentist I was going to, the dentist that I had liked, ended up dying. Oh. And yeah, because you know, with a as a child, I was starting to have the same like issues you were having where the dentist's office, the hygienist and the dentist I didn't like. Yeah, and they, it was like, just the hygienist. Like, My dentist was perfectly yeah. pleasant, but the yeah, hygienist is the one who's there the whole time and that's who I had yeah. a problem with. Yeah, they do like eighty percent of the cleaning and stuff. So if, if you don't like them it's gonna be an issue. Yeah. So I was starting to hate the dentist, but my dad found a found a new dentist, um, so he started taking me instead of me going with my mom's dentist. Hmm. And the hygienists there are great, and so I went there until you know a couple of years ago when, and then the dentist died. But the hygienists were the ones I you know my teeth were always pretty good, so I normally like said two words to the dentist each time. So. Right. They were still there. So another dentist ended up buying the practice, but then instead of being open four or five days a week, they were open two days a week. Yeah. So it was like whenever an appointment got canceled, it was like, okay, make an appointment. The next one available is six months from now. So I do that and then have to cancel. And then eventually I'm just like, well, screw it. I'll just floss and brush my teeth on my own. Yeah. Yeah. It's so now it's like I'm looking and I, I know I need a cleaning. So it's like, okay, I need to start looking around. But... This, this must be a thing with dentist's office because I just recently – I took my daughter to her first dentist appointment a week or so ago. Oh, how'd that go? It went great. I went to, I, I know two dentists and my daughter does better with women than men. So we went to the woman, um, James, you know her, um, Dr. Oh Parker. yeah, yeah. I know Dr. Parker. Yeah. Um, right. 
Anyway, it's weird so, that that people call her Doctor Parker. Right? I only ever met her as her first Lame. name. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I guess we can say it. She doesn't listen. Yeah, she's she's not a listener. <laughs> but um, friend of the show. Uh, their office is on for six days and then off for six days. Oh, and weird. That's just how they they just they just take six days of vacation every six days. <laughs> So then nobody gets, it's like somehow something, something like nobody who works there, like gets vacation time because they're expected they're to, just off they're like, well, week. you have yeah. six days all the time. So just take your vacation right. then. And you can take like a day or two here or there. I, I would imagine I don't work there, but you can take a day or two here and there on either side of the six days. But in general, we would expect that you not call out of work all the time because we give you lots of time off. But yeah, so dentist office being open two days a week that sounds like maybe they have a second practice somewhere no yeah they do oh okay so there's still two dentists two dentists associated with the practice oh okay so it's like i feel like you could have stayed open more so part right. of me wonders maybe just when the previous dentist passed away if like half the patients left yeah and so they just didn't need any but then when yeah. i i I send them a couple messages and no one ever responds. So I'm just going to find a new office. I think it's a good idea. Don't go to Doctor Felton. That's too. Don't go to Doctor Felton. Go yeah. to Doctor Roar on Pacific. Wait, 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 wait. R O R E. Yeah, I know him and I know his wife and the tall guy mustache. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know him. Are you a fan or no? His wife's a weirdo. He's fine. <laughs> they're, they're all weird, really. Like, if you yeah. sit down and talk to them, they're yeah. super weird. His wife, but, I, went, uh, I went to church with uh, his family. He was not oh, there okay. very often. But, um, right, because he works. Yeah. <laughs> but um, his wife is also a teacher at um, the school where my mom works. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. She's got a weird, they, they have a weird daughter who, like, Peter Pants in class through fourth grade. Yeah, it's probably yeah. But right. but anyway, <laughs> by the way, he's he's fine. <laughs> so everyone else no, has he, an issue. He's a pilot. Yes, oh, I've heard this. But privately, I don't know that he gets paid for it. He just loves to fly. It's really hard to we Zach and I have a friend, friend of the show, Brian. Uh, his dad was looking. It took a long time for him to even get like. He was trying to become a flight instructor, and that took a really long time. I'm sure he's done it by now. But he was a pilot, and he I, I think it took a little bit for him to get from being a pilot to being able to fly people. Because there's a lot of rungs to that ladder of being a pilot before you end up flying, you know, Boeing 737s. Yeah. <laughs> right. I thought about doing that for a little while. Pilot? Pilot school? Yeah. But uh, only as a passing fancy. It was never like, I'm going to fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> I was certain at a at a point in my life, around 12 or so, that I was going to join the Navy and be a pilot. I was certain of yep. it. Oh. <laughs> I, used to call, I used to call Navy recruiters. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> and start to make all these plans about with, you know, how soon I could really get involved in joining the <laughs> Navy and being a pilot. <laughs> And by the time I hit 18, it was like, oh, my God, there's nothing I would less like to do than, than anything involving the Navy or any of the armed forces. <clears throat> my senior year, 
um, my school took a field trip to the, the Stockton airport. And I used to be, you know, kind of a pushover and like a gentlemanly, you know, like ladies would always get the first choice of whatever. Um, but they paired us up and they let us go into like different planes and to take like a weird like test flight. Right. So um, it was me and this other girl and we were in a Cessna a six seater. And uh, like I really wanted to, to be up front and she, you know, really did, too. But I like all of a sudden pulled out of nowhere a wizard fucking uh rock paper scissors and i beat her two times in a row boom and i was just like no you're sitting in the back like i'm gonna sit in the front <laughs> and you can't even sit in the second row you have to go all the way to yeah. the back yeah yeah uh because you fucking lost ha ha yeah. but so they, they let me fly it the plane it was what? great wow yeah they let me so on the they let me steer it on the ground first which you do with your feet uh and it's the opposite of what you think so like if you want to turn left your right foot goes down and your left foot goes up and it turns the plane to the left and then vice versa. Oh, right. So okay. yeah, it's, it's two foot pedals. And then, uh, you know, when you're in the air, it's more intuitive with like, you turn the wheel to the left and you, the plane turns to the left and, you know, forward and down and up and, you know, that sort of thing. So yeah, they let me do, they turn it on the ground. And then when we're in the air, they let me do a bank turn and raise the plane and lower the plane a little bit. And I was like, this is the shit. Like, I could do this forever. But I immediately left that and went and got high. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I had, when so, I was yeah. growing up, my, my, my best friend for a long time, um, his dad was a pilot in the Marines during the Vietnam War. So to this day, he is very, very, very pro-military planes. Right. So he would take um, my friend and I to the air shows all the time. I don't think I missed an air show from, you know, 1997 to 2001. Saw them off. the Blue Angels dozens of times. But um, so one of the things that we would do there occasionally is go into their big flight simulator, which was like, like, uh, did you guys ever go to John's Incredible Pizza towards the end? Yeah. Yeah, totally. They had that big... um, simulator thing where it was like this huge capsule that would go up and down and move around yeah with you. yeah yeah it was like that but it was a flight simulator where we got to fly a plane from within one of those things that's cool yeah wow it's less cool than flying a cessna <laughs> well yeah <laughs> i don't know like depending like if you i mean was it one of those where you had like a five point harness and you're like strapped in and like the whole thing yes. moves Yes. Yeah, that's that's pretty fucking legit. And it was a very very simplified version of how to control a plane, right? Because or what? Wait, <laughs> are you going to make it not fun for all these people? And you're trying to charge them twenty dollars a ride, right? Go, that was bullshit. I crashed immediately. It didn't even take yeah. off. I just ran into a building. Yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, run off the runway into a tree or something. Yeah. <laughs> Would you guys ever do one of those ultralight things? I'm sure we've talked about this before. Which one's the ultra? Is that the one where like I saw the the video of the guy like with his feet out of the bottom of it, but it looked like no, a tiny plane? No, that is a hang glider. That's terrifying. But this um, one, this ultra... one was like it had oh, a it had a whole capsule, so his legs were hanging out, and then he ran off the edge of a cliff, and then he pulled his legs in, and then he was just in a tiny plane. With, oh, with those no are engines. just gliders then. Oh, okay. yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Oh, yeah, okay. so there was are... the. Ultralights have motors, and so there's uh, a couple of different versions. Some of them are fixed wings, um, and but some of them are just like go karts with big fans on them that are attached to parachutes. Oh, like oh in, my um, god, uh, these fly away home. Are... Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly. Carry and fly away home. It, it almost looked like you att- attached like a, a big um, lawnmower engine to a hang glider. No, that's literally, yes. I think, what a lot of these are. Yes. Jeez. You could buy them. And I yeah. don't think that you need a pilot's license, but you might. I'd be all over this, especially if you get an amphibious one for just in case. Yeah. Right, because that's – am I thinking of the right movie with Fly You are, Home? Fly Away Home. Okay. With Anna Paquin and Jeff Daniels. Was that Anna Paquin? Was that yeah, Jeff Daniels? Little... I haven't watched it since like 96. <laughs> <laughs> when it came out? Yeah. Yeah, 96. Um, yeah. And so – but that one was about geese more so than flying. He just happened to fly, but the, she found like a, a flock of motherless geese and she raised them from babies, but they needed to fly south because – of the you know in order to protect the species of geese canadian yeah. geese and so he had to train her how to fly because they they bonded to her and so she like they made her a little ultralight that looked like a goose and then really she had to point. like teach them how to fly yeah right <laughs> <laughs> i have I, we would watch this in the daycare at school but oh my god so yeah. whatever so for me that's a movie about a girl who leads geese around in the air in an ultralight Correct. Yeah. What's right there on the cover? It's her flying the ultralight and the geese are following her. Anyway, um, I would 100 not only would I fly or own an ultralight, I would build one of these. Yeah. In a heartbeat. I bet you could, too. It doesn't seem very hard. Would you want one with wings or would you be cool with the one with just the the go-kart and the parachute? That's tough. Go-kart and parachute, I would shit my pants. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a pretty yeah. pretty uh, good fear of heights. Right. But you've already got a parachute. That's right. the thing. The engine yeah. fails, you're literally just gliding down to the ground now. Yeah, that's true. Jeff Daniels. Look at that beard. Yeah. That was right after Dumb and Dumber, too, right? So he like had to do like a serious thing in order I, for people to take him seriously? I think you're exactly right, because he is a serious actor, even though he's also very funny. And so that seems right. like a good career move to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, Dumb and Dumber was two years prior. So yeah, basically. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jeff Daniels, Jeff, Jeff Daniels. Hmm. Zach, do you remember fly away home? I was just going to say when you, um, started talking about, um, seeing it at, um, during our school career at yeah. some point i makes me think i probably saw it the thing talking about the thing that really resonated also was when you mentioned i thought i was a mo- thinking it was a movie about a girl eating geese home <laughs> um and just on a, that was the whole purpose um which it may very well have been but that i do remember seeing a movie at some point about someone leading geese and that's the only thing i remember about it yeah no, I think on a little plane with a bunch of geese. Like I have to get these geese home. Yeah, like well, looking at looking at the some screen caps, I can remember a little more about the journey of it. Of yes, like James says, raising them and stuff first. But um, yeah, if you before looking at those, I would have thought it was just like her journey. <laughs> just, yeah. Oh, so here's some lost geese. So she just takes off, and then she has to land occasionally to get more <laughs> gas and some food. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I I just googled the cover. I have a hundred percent seen the movie. I do not remember any of it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Oh, man, wow! I forgot Dana Delaney was in it. Yeah, Terry Kinney. Oh wow, that guy. Apparently, this was, was just one hell of a movie at the time. 
<laughs> What's it rated? 6.8. Uh, that's not bad for it to stand up over 20 years. That's not bad. Yeah. Oh, and 87% of Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. That's crazy. That's Those are crazy numbers. Certified yeah. fresh. Certified <laughs> fresh. <laughs> what is the lowest Rotten Tomatoes movie? Let's find out. Oh. Film, there's several with 0%. Staying Alive. Ooh. Jaws the Revenge. <laughs> Please Academy 4. What? That was the best one. Citizens on Patrol? <laughs> I don't agree. <laughs> oh, that's the one with Bobcat Goldthwait. Although he yeah. might have been around for part three, actually. He might have been a full-fledged cop in that one. Let's see. Let me see if there's a movie that I actually like on this list, because so far, no. I'm trying yeah, to see yeah. if there's one I've seen. <laughs> I have a oh, I almost, I almost watched the Cabin Fever reboot thing. <laughs> ah. Yeah, mostly the lowest ones are sequels or um, reboots. Like, yeah, sequels or reboots of movies that already maybe weren't the greatest. Yeah. Look Who's Talking Now is, is on there. <laughs> Ooh, it hit another list of films considered the worst. Oh, shit, of course, from the 1930s, Reefer Madness. Oh, yeah. But That's a fun one. To be fair, the the Broadway film... Or the, the so they made a Broadway musical out of it, and then they made that into a, a movie. Yes, it's amazing. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah, it really is. With the Babe Ruth story in 1948, wasn't he still alive? <laughs> I don't know. Now we The incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. <laughs> Which does not beat the next title: Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. <laughs> oh, I, that, that makes me He doesn't just defend the Earth from the Martians; he conquers them. How do you sort by least good? Oh no, worst? there's a, just I an went article. Wikipedia. Yeah, it's just an article called ah. "Films Considered the Worst." <laughs> ah, yeah, there's I an see. article on Wikipedia of films that had zero percent, and then there was a link to films considered the worst ever. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, oh shit! Bat pussy. Bat pussy. Yeah. Is it about a cat or a woman? <laughs> it's a. It, it looks like the porn parody of the Batman television series from the sixties. Yikes! Ah, uh, yep, that'll do it. Cannonball <laughs> Run two. Oh, and it was never. No one knew it existed until the nineties when it was discovered in the storeroom of an adult movie theater in Memphis. Huh. Wow. So I just watched Alita. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How is that? It's one of those things when I saw the trailers, I'm like, it looks like it's going to be visually appealing, but dumb. But how? (laughs) Yeah, so it was it was okay. Um, It was very visually appealing, but it was uh, it was an interesting concept. Right. So the way that they did it was like and I don't like I went into it knowing nothing about the history the manga or whatever it was and a nice gentleman that i met in the lobby educated me a little bit about the history of the manga <laughs> while we were waiting in line for popcorn yeah. uh but it's uh it's cool like the way that they did it like didn't explain a lot of stuff like they didn't beat you over the head with like and now this is this and this character does this They're, you're just in the world right so like there's stuff that happens that you are like, wait, what the fuck? Like, what is that? Like, I have no idea what that is, but you just got to keep watching because you're in for the ride. Uh, 
Yeah. Um, Christoph Waltz was great. The I've heard that a lot of the critics were upset that the main character had these big, like, googly cartoon eyes, but she plays a cyborg, so it's okay. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that yeah, makes sense. A- since she is a, I read a little bit of a synopsis of it, and it uh didn't fully make sense. But it, yeah, even after watching it, it didn't fully, fully make sense. Because even uh, in the synopsis, the synopsis was well written up until the point where they're like, and then this guy does something. I'm like, well, wait a minute. This is the first time you were mentioning this guy. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden, yeah, right. But I don't want so, to spoil a movie that it sounds like pretty recently came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was definitely when I was looking at trailers, I'm like, okay, at the very least, I might not go see it in, in the movie theaters, but I will at least watch it at some point. There you go. Okay, so did you watch Avatar in the yes. theaters? Okay. Do, have you seen it outside of the theaters since? Have you watched it like multiple times? I no. I, I saw I, it once in someone's living room when they had a 3D TV. Oh, right. wow. So it's it's one of those type of movies where like oh, by okay. itself on Netflix – it would just be kind of like meh, but when yeah. you watch it in the world in 3D or in IMAX, it's like whoa! It's like fully immersive, and it's like it's really impressive visually. You know nice. what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I would I would highly recommend watching it in the theater. Makes a lot of sense because we're in know. the middle we're in the middle of a strange thing. It reminds me of the like when they added stereo to releasing albums in the 60s. Right. right now, even with all the 3D stuff, because most people don't have that technology at home, there's a lot of movies where they're like, we're not going to focus too much on this 3D stuff. We're just going to make a movie, and then we'll go back, and we'll add some 3D elements here and there. But largely, it'll just be that everyone's going to see the same movie, if you see it in 3D or not. Right. Because like if you, I, I keep running into this problem playing the Beatles in the shop, because our stereo mix is really bad. Oh. <laughs> And the Beatles are great, but when the when they were mixing it for stereo, which apparently is all anybody puts out for streaming now, they just weren't paying enough attention to, like, <laughs> the listener, because they just put the drums way, they pan the drums way left, they pan the guitars way right, occasionally different p- people are singing from different sides, you'll have an entire song where th- all of the vocals are on the right side. And nothing on the left, and it's just it's it's terrible. It's something that they fixed later on, where it's okay to adjust things, but everything needs to sort of come through both channels at the same time. And so, I think movies in the next fifteen years, it's easier and easier to watch something in three D at home because everyone's watching right. on their like holodeck or whatever. Then we'll see an increase in the quality of making a three D movie, and it won't have to be a special event. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm I'm waiting for the day where because they already have this now on like a very limited scale, you can wear glasses that like that they track like where your center of vision is and they can make anything else 3D. Huh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially like stereo glasses, but it's but for vision. <laughs> Interesting. I watched this TED talk on it like years ago. Uh, this guy had invented this thing. He took like he used the the technology from the Wii, the Wii sensor, oh. uh, and he just and he put like there's a little dot on the center of these glasses lenses, and it was able to track so that and and what it does is because now currently even still, if you watch a 3D film 
and you're at a wrong spot in the audience, it's like you're looking through a fishbowl. Yes. It's a little weird. But so these glasses take that away. Okay. They make it so that wherever your head is, is the, the distance focal point where, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for when that just becomes a thing where you buy these, you know, glasses and everybody can watch like a projected fucking thing into your own brain. Yeah. Like Batman Forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Like Batman Forever. I think that um, one of the things that is going to help this in general, and it may not be part of the glasses, is the curved screens. Yeah. But, so, James, I think you, have you gone to Harry Potter World? No, not yet. Okay, Zach, have you gone to Harry Potter World? No. Okay, well, the Harry <laughs> Potter World ride is incredible, and part of it is that you're, you get in the scene because what you, you're on this little thing and they sort of fly you over in front of a screen that is, it's like um, a half dome. It's like half a, it's a semicircle, but it's 3D, so it's a dome. If that makes sense, uh, yeah, totally, totally. So, so you're sort of you, you're close enough to it that basically you can look up, down, all around. Unless you look really far to any side, you don't see anything outside of the image that you're looking at. And so they don't have to make you wear funky glasses to see things in 3D because it's sort of projected in 3D at you since it's curved right. around. And so with these curved television screens, I have no doubt that eventually it'll be really easy to just be like, well, just sit close enough to the TV and everything will look awesome. That's kind of how they have it set up for um, Soren across the world now. It used to be Soren over California. Yeah, I've heard Soren that. I've heard that. Oh, did they change that? Yeah, uh, recently, oh. within the past couple of years. Yeah, and it's like Redux now. Um, which is good because the the footage of Soren over California was actually getting worn, like mm. the 3D spot was a little oh. bit different, and it was you know, it was yeah, it was getting old. But uh, that reminds me of the last time that I went on ET. Well, the only time I ever went on the ET ride at Universal, which is I think probably what Harry Potter is by now, because I know yeah. ET is long gone. But um, there was this thing where as you walked onto the ride, they asked you what your name was so that magically at the end, E.T. would point at you and say your name. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. So, so my cousin and I got real excited and we gave them fake names. I think we said like Scooter and Spanky or something like that. <laughs> but the novelty of having E.T. say our fake pretend names at us wore off because E.T. was like three rows off. Yeah. <laughs> Just... Because he was really having a tough time. He was on his way out the door. Since it was, you know, new technology for 1995, but I'm there in 2005. It stuck around that long? That's amazing. Uh, when was I there? My cousin was two. 2001 or 2002. Wow. Yeah, they still had uh, the fire one. What's, what's that called? Backdraft? Called Backdraft. Oh yeah. yeah. I saw yeah. Backdraft, I went on ET, I went on the three D Terminator Jaws. ride. Jaws we saw. But they still do Jaws, even on the, the little well, tram tour. Yes. They have a little tram tour. They don't really have the shark anymore. I thought they did. Oh really? I just did it last year. I thought they And it did. was there? I think so. I could be wrong. Maybe so because the King Kong ride now. Is, is the stupid fucking Fast and the yes. Furious bullshit. It's like a half hour of, of being in the movie of Fast and the Furious. I'm like, I haven't I haven't seen this movie. I don't care. Right. 
When I was young, there was a giant animatronic King Kong that spit out like hot banana breath on you. Yeah. Right. Shook a bridge and knocked over a building or something. Yeah. Like a full on monster gorilla. Yeah. But yeah. So I missed that. And the, the ET ride had a very distinct smell about it. Like with all of that, like Pete Moss and like, you know, fog, like fog machine fog. Mm -hmm. That's what I miss. Yeah. Well, Harry Potter world's pretty fun. I've heard. I want, we wanted to wait until it sort of calmed down till the novelty sort of wore off. And it wasn't like millions of people trying to get in, in a day. (laughs) We went, we literally went one year ago because my wife just got her little time hop thing of saying like, Oh, remember when you went to do this thing? And it was when we went to Harry Potter world last year and it, it had super died down to actually ride the Harry Potter ride. We like just skated through miles and miles of nobody in the, you know, the little back and forth right. switchback oh, thing. Oh, wow. We, we waited almost zero time. Most of our time in between deciding to go on the ride and being on the ride was spent just walking to the front of the line. Oh, shit. <laughs> just there wasn't a long line. It was fine. My wife just came in here frantically looking for the bottle of whiskey because she had decided that she was going to pour me a shot. That's nice of her. Um, oh. Yeah, it is. Oh. Which So today I'm doing something different. I have I brought the, the bottle in here, hmm. and I've just been staring at it because uh. I'm not sure that I'm going to drink anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she came in here and looked for it, and then she was like, oh, there it is. She's like, okay. She's like, I was going to pour you a shot, and then she left. And then she came back in, and she's like, you know, I, there's no reason that I can't still do that. And so she just poured me a shot, and I was like, well, <laughs> okay, so I guess I am going to drink. Huh. Now, maybe <laughs> I don't know. I like that. I saw that you were one hundred percent right on with saying that it was an anniversary on uh, Valentine's. Yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I. Uh, you just weren't trusting your memory, but you were. Abs- I'm according to Jenny. At least you were absolutely spot on. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. That's when I did it. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, and after the fact, I asked her. I was like, "Hey, so when did I?" proposed you like on this day like literally on valentine's day which was the last day that we were in disneyland i was like okay good go me (laughs) yay past james yes (laughs) i wanted to make sure that i drove that home that i remembered that you weren't sure and then i saw her post and i was like yeah no he had it he knew he knew (laughs) deep down (laughs) on some level it's ingrained in me now (laughs) it it makes for weird like awkward conversations at work you know, because so like she was gone on Thursday and I was only there a half day. But like people are so used to seeing us together now, you know, they're like, oh, where's your wife? Is she sick? And I was like, no, she's home. It's our anniversary. And then like four different people, you got married on Valentine's Day? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no, you know, and now I have to be like, it was our anniversary of when we started dating or when we, you know, the first time I said it, I, I was caught off guard and I was like, it's the anniversary of when we stopped being friends. No, I mean, we're still <laughs> friends, but like, we're <laughs> Have to go through that whole conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's awkward. And I can't be like, "Yes, we got married on Valentine's Day," because then, on our actual wedding anniversary in August, people are going to be like, "Wait a second. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, How many anniversaries told me do you have? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so that's like for so for us, we have one that's the I and I remember all of the days. So there's the day that we got together. There's the day I proposed, and then there's the day that we actually got married. And since the day I proposed is Valentine's Day, it's simple. Let's just do a Valentine's thing. 
we don't I keep I keep forgetting on the actual day that we got together to even mention anything about it. <laughs> right. But I know it. Like if you if you were to like wake me up from a from a deep sleep and be like, What day did you get together with your wife? I'd I'd know the day. I just <laughs> I don't pay attention when to what it day comes it is. And goes, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And we've only had one anniversary so far, so that that went fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we so we've been married for this year will be eight years, but nice. we have been together for ten years. So this Valentine's Day was our tenth Valentine's Day together. Nice, which is uh, feels weird. It's you know a third of my entire existence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at you. Well, it means you know it's going fine. Yeah, exactly. And I and I, I can say this freely because I know that neither of my parents are friends of the show. I already am more successful than both of them with regards to my relationship choices. So, yay! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, because you, your marriage has outlived theirs? Well, so, no? uh, technically, it, not yet. But so, there's my dad's been married twice, and both of his were already on their way out. Mm. As of eight years of being married, okay. right? So 10 years was like, he's been married twice for 10 years apiece. 10 years is when they split both times. Uh, mom's been married now for about as long as we have a little bit longer. Actually, she got married a couple months before we did. Um, so, which is good, but it's, it's a little weird. I still consider us to be more successful because it was the first one. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Cool. Um, oh man, I had something and I don't remember what it is. Distracting with my freaking sad life. No, I was oh, also no. I was also looking up something else at the time. Um, Zach, why don't CJ? you tell me about something that you like? No, okay, I don't have to do that. Fine, goodbye. I don't know. Like, is there a certain certain topic? <laughs> Oh, man. Just a random thing I like. <laughs> Bucket list. Oh, God. Bucket list. I'm, you know, I'm I'm too young to think about buckets. <laughs> you don't have a bucket I, list? I don't either, but no, I just I, was wondering if I you don't. Didn't. No. No. Okay. Not really. I'm, not that I'm too, you know, I'm joking about saying I'm too young to have one. It's just not one, um, uh, not something I've ever thought of. Hmm. Okay, not not like you're going to kick the bucket. Not like things you have no, to do yeah. before you kick the bucket, but the bucket list of like you get a bucket that you can fill with things that are necessary for your life. What is that thing? Necessary for my life. (laughs) Yeah. Like what, you know, like for me, like I would put in my bucket headphones, you know, um, a phone charger, maybe a clean pair of underpants, some crossword puzzles, you know, like things that are, that are essential to your functionality as you currently are. Uh, booze? No. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Liquor. Perfect. Jeez. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I guess, that's, I guess that's not something I ever really think about. Um, hmm. Basically, what I, I think that... of that, I have a, we have a, a bug bag, we call it, in case we just want to bug out. And it's not oh. really full of like survival stuff. You guys have it's a small backpack, like... huh? That's it's what? important. It's important to have a small bag packed. Yes, I'm yes, glad to hear that you do. 
it's actually been ransacked pretty recently because oh. there's good stuff in there that you may need without actually having to bug out. But uh, uh, it was for because we started doing it when we had our annual pass for Disneyland. And we went probably seven times over the course of the year. Um, so it was just like stuff that we're going to need and we're going to use on our Disneyland trips. Okay. You know, there's a roll of garbage bags in there. There's some paper plates. There's um, some vomit bags because when I was dealing with all of that shit, there's, um, you know, wet wipes like, you know, uh, Ziploc bags like that sort of stuff. Plastic silverware, you know, um, which is also doubled for as like a camping bag, too. Uh, just in case. But uh, at one point, there were a pair of socks in there for both of us because it's always important to have clean socks. But those have been ransacked. The silverware has been ransacked. The paper plates have been ransacked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's still some dryer sheets in there randomly. Oh. Because if you if you ever want to hide the fact that you're smoking weed in a hotel room, uh, you can put a bunch of dryer sheets in a plastic bottle that you've cut the bottom off of, and you can blow the smoke through that. And it just smells like you've got tied fresh gloves. Huh. Yeah. Tricks of the trades. Yeah. <laughs> Very interesting. Yeah. No, that that was a that was a good question. I, I see I've always thought about doing something um like getting something ready like that. Um just because like CJ said, everyone should just in case even if you're not doing it just for like a spur of the moment vacation, just in case something happens. But yeah. right. Uh, I, you know, if there's ever a emergency event, I'll just die here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Leave unprepared and starve two days, you know, die from thirst three days later. See, I used to, I used to always have a small backpack so that I could at a moment's notice, grab this backpack and go, I'm just ready to go. Yep. And, yep. um, that's gone to shit a little bit, but having a kid, you have a lot of supplies on you at all times because... You never know. And probably several small bags packed. Many, many small right. bags. Yes. Yeah. You can you can keep your stuff in the diaper bag. Yeah. Absolutely. Which and I do. is she she's two now. Have you started potty training? We're in the it, we're in the start. It's a long we got a long road to hoe, but we've gotten her down to she sometimes likes to go sit on the potty. And okay. she doesn't like when she has poop in her pants and she comes and tells us about it. So those are two perfect. Yeah. Two perfect. big things. I had a friend who, when I, I was much too young to actually like appreciate this, uh, but one of my friends, like older brothers had uh, a kid and she was three. So a little bit older than Holly and they had decided that they had had enough of diapers. Hmm. And so the way that they potty trained her was they let her be completely naked all day. And then she, uh, she would just, you know, pee or poop wherever she was. And if they could catch it, they would be like, okay, now go to the toilet, you know, real quick, like put her on the toilet while it was happening. And then they let her have like pull-ups in the nighttime when she slept. So oh. they didn't have to constantly like change her bed. Okay. Um, and I, I was like, I like, don't agree with that, but damned if I didn't see a three-year-old who was completely potty trained. Right. You know, like within like a month or so, like, they understood because part of it is, you know, the diapers and everything hides it for a little bit. But if you're just there and like, oh, all of a sudden, like your legs are wet or you got poop, you know? Yeah. Like. It, it seems starts... like it would be quite effective, but very messy. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and it requires somebody to be home all day. Yeah. Yeah. And like an eye on the on the kid. Yeah. Right. Right. 
coming if you keep catching it after it's done it's not quite gonna stick yeah right i remember i had a uh, a little step ladder it was red and blue and it was like a little potty seat like but it was actually like steps that i could use to walk up and actually sit on the big boy potty as it were because we you know we also had one of those little like like camping toilet pots i guess what's the word for that not a bidet uh commode it's just like a okay. little commode pot, you know, that had like a little baby size seat on it. Um, but those are no fun. But so you get this big, bright red and blue ladder and you make it a fun game to go and sit on the, you know, on the toilet. I remember that. I, yeah, I potty trained myself pretty quickly with that thing. But... <laughs> Man, I don't know how you even remember back then. I remember getting hosed off in the yard. <laughs> I was the kid who didn't like any sort of stuff on me. Like, I didn't like poop. I didn't like mud. I didn't like wetness. I did not like being hosed off. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like any of that. So I was just like, as soon as this was a thing that can happen, I'm going to do this thing. They they used to marvel at the fact that I would <laughs> just go in there and, like, sit and just wait. And, you know, by myself without anybody telling me to. Like, I would just climb up my little ladder and sit on the toilet and then just <laughs> <laughs> they said that they started hearing the toilet flush going, wait, what? Like, <laughs> Who's in there? <laughs> yeah, did you? Was there keys? Everybody check your pockets. And it was just me, just pooping. Huh. <laughs> Apparently, I learned recently, I did not know this, but I learned recently that I was pretty I was pretty late to the potty training game. Were you? I, yes. So the the fact that I have memories of like being hosed off in the yard and stuff while like crying. <laughs> First of all, it was... I was in my 20s when my mom finally put two and two together when she, like, handed me a washcloth to use for something. I was like, I'm not using that washcloth. She goes, well, why? And I was like, you don't remember? This is literally the washcloth that you would give me with the bucket to clean my poop off my yeah. butt when I was being potty oh, no. <laughs> It's 20 well, it's years later. it's been washed since then. Right. No, but, like, <laughs> me personally, I'm not using that washcloth. Yeah, no. <laughs> so, anyway, I remember the specific brown washcloth and the bucket. And standing in my yard getting hosed off and crying because I pooped my pants. And oh, it turns no. out I remember that because I was over four. So <laughs> yep. I was a little late to the game on uh, actually being potty trained. That's fine. My cousin was, we probably, we had to be like close to kindergarten age, if not kindergarten age. We were at Lake Don Pedro. And he, he shit his pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he, because he called it caca. He uh-huh. cockered, right? And uh, so he, he just started acting all weird and his parents were like, dude, we called him Bubba. They're like, Bubba, what's going on? And he, like, his lips started quivering and he's like, I cockered. Oh. And his dad goes, oh, come here. And he picked him up and threw him in the lake. He's like, that walked <laughs> <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> That's the correct way to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. Because <laughs> there are some days, let me tell you something, a little something about parenthood. There are some days where before before my kid could even like sit up, sometimes she would just have the most terrible poops first thing in the morning. <laughs> there were many days where first thing in the morning I have to like go in and get her out of bed and change her and I felt nauseous changing her. There was at least one day where I literally had to just turn to the side and puke on the ground and then go back to the task at hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then you gotta go clean that up later. Yeah. Well it Luckily, the dog helped me out, and the dog really uh, cleaned oh that up God. before I got back to it. But oh, 
Luckily, now she's at an age where if she has like a terrible, terrible, disgusting one, then it's like, hey, kid, you're going in the bath right now. Yay! <laughs> bath time! <laughs> yeah. So we're going to do a quick, a quick clean off of you in the bath. Let that go all down the drain, and then we'll give you an actual bath. But Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm not touching that with my hands yeah. no more. Yeah. Mostly yeah. it's fine at this point because she is a human and eats real food. But before, when yes. she was only having formula all the time, it was just, it wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember oh, uh, the the doll that used to poop? Yeah, my kid has one. Well, she, she has oh. one that pees. <laughs> right. Yeah, I remember the poop one, though. Baby Alive. Yeah, one of the versions of Baby Alive. And then they had one that, like, shook. That shook? Like Baby Alive. Yeah, it shook like a little crack baby. Yeah. Like it had the shivers, had, like, a little battery pack in it that was all, like, soft rubber on the outside. Yikes. My mom yeah. gave gave my kid one that I just, like, to this day, I'm like, what are you doing? What is this weird? But it's so uh, you can either put a bottle in its mouth or a pacifier, and then when you do that, it like scrunches up its face. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen those. It's very creepy. creepy, very very creepy. And uh, the kid loves it. <laughs> she can't get enough of that doll. It's one of the fifteen babies she has shoved into her little my size strollers that she just runs around the house with and bangs into the walls. Of course. She's not great at caring for <laughs> things. As long as she's with them all the time, it's fine, whatever happens. Yeah. When she's there, when she runs into the chair and then dumps it over and then ten babies fall out of the stroller. Right. She's, she's, <laughs> she's witnessed it. <laughs> but then she moves on to other activities. She's got better things to do than deal with these uh, babies uh. that didn't have the sense to stay in the stroller. Ugh. <laughs> well, that was fun, guys. I'm out. <laughs> Deal with yourself. Gotta go. I gotta go hit a drum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotta go find a dude, dude. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. leave me alone. <sighs> so that... I went to hang some shelves today. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. no, no. My, I was making no. something up to fill some time, so I'd love to hear about your shelves. Uh, so I thought it was going to be pretty straightforward. And, uh, well, first, so first I had to clean, like, the area, like, we have a, um, like, a closet that's made out of, uh, it's like a freestanding closet, it's just, like, bars that are held together with, like, a, like, little, like, plastic end pieces, okay. you know what I'm talking about? So, like, the whole thing was a unit, and it had, like, a canvas cover yes. that you could zip up, right? I've seen these. Um, but, yeah, so it was, uh, it was falling apart, and it was, because our clothes are heavy. And so it was just, it wasn't the best version of itself. So I went out and bought from Home Depot these closets that hang in the wall that have like a little shelf on top of them. Um, And so I thought it was going to be, so first I cleaned the area. I I threw away that other, you know, bar closet. And and I've got the clothes hanging on another thing for, for now. And then, but so the, the, normally when I hang stuff in drywall, I use, I have a little ice pick that I use as an awl. To mark things, and mm-hmm. then I put the the drywall screw in there and pasted all over the instructions for these closet things are do not uh, poke or do not use an awl, like you have to drill it with a quarter inch drill bit. And I'm like, fucking great, you know. And then like I didn't re- like I didn't realize it was going to take so much. Like I have to draw an exact four foot 
level line on the mm-hmm. wall where I want to hang it. And then I have to measure two inches in from each end. And then from those two inches, I have to measure 11 inches. And that's where the, the braces are going to be. And then I have to drill exactly dead center in those 11 inches so that I can put the, the clips in. Ugh. Yeah. I was just like, this turned into much more of a thing than I thought it was going to be. I thought I was just going to be able to punch a couple holes in the wall and pop this fucker up. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> and I'm doing actual construction and shit. I literally work in construction Jeez. and just halfway through your instructions, I was going to start taking shortcuts. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it'll work if I punch the fucking hole in the wall with my ice pick. Yes. It's fine. It tells me not to, though, because of the the way that the clips are. Hmm. So, because it, it, it only grabs once. So, like, it's a clip, but it also has, like, a little pin that you have to push into the clip to expand the plastic parts. Um, initially, what I was going to do is I, I have these heavy-duty drywall screws, and I was just going to use those. But they're not – they won't work for the clips. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it sucks because like the instructions are inside of the thing. So had had it been on the outside, I might have reconsidered purchasing those specific shelving units. But right. since I didn't, I have two of them. That's just yeah. the thing that I have to do. But that's for future James to worry that's about. That's right. It's future James's problem. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very much so. Zach, are you allowed to make holes in your walls in your in your apartment? Yes, um, huh. though they did warn me that depending on the size and the amount, it would come out of my deposit. But. Well, when you move out, you know the toothpaste trick, right? <laughs> yes, but okay. I depending on when I move out, I also um, know a little bit from watching my dad, and he has plenty of actual like spackle and stuff. Yeah, exactly. It could probably match the color pretty good. And... Oh, you don't need to match the color because if you're no, there painted. for more than a year, they're oh, legally that's right. required that's to paint right. it. Yeah, I didn't think about that, but yeah, I, you guys are definitely right about that. So yeah, I I haven't made that many yet. I've, it's been very slow going. Um, I've been very lazy when it comes to buying stuff to put on the walls. What about all your what pharmacy awards? Tools? Oh, tools. Oh yeah, got to you got to <laughs> hang your pharmacy awards. But yeah, so like that's always the thing that I'm curious about. What are the tools that you? Because I'm a, I'm more of a fan of like. You wait until there's a need for a tool, and then you buy that tool. You don't go out and like yeah. buy a bunch of tools that you may never need, right? Yeah. Well, no, so, exactly. what tools have you purchased so far? Well, what see, tools I you... haven't purchased any yet, but my dad got me a set. Me a set. So, okay. so, like, I like, have a hammer. I have one of his old drills. I have like a um, a ratchet set. Okay. Um, like this uh, little handheld screwdriver that has a bunch of attachments. That's that's my next purchase. I'm I'm mm. evangelizing these handheld screwdrivers because they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, they yeah no, it's pretty damn good. Yeah, my my. So f- I haven't needed anything yet. You you wouldn't really for a long time yeah. with that set. My my father-in-law no, yeah, that's turns pretty much everything. He turns sixty-five next weekend, and so for his gift, it's like, hey, you're going to be spending more time around the house, so here's a cool tool. <laughs> and it's this cordless handheld screwdriver, electric screwdriver that I bought for the theater and I have used constantly. It's amazing. Is is yours wait, Is yours the DeWalt, the gyroscopic one? Um, I think my dad got a DeWalt recently. He, he gave me his old one. Oh, okay. He knows that I won't use it very much. Like, I've used it twice to put um, like drywall screws in to hold up light pictures. There so I don't need anything heavy duty. Yeah. He probably bought the one that I have, where it's gyroscopic. So you, there's a 
the only thing on there is one button that you hold down like a trigger. And then you slowly turn your, your wrist in the direction you want the screw to go. And that will increase or decrease the speed of that direction. Oh, that's cool. So if you want it to go in, then you turn your wrist clockwise and it goes in. If you want it to come out, then you turn your wrist counterclockwise and it just goes out. It just does it. Oh, I see what you're... Yeah, I Googled it. Okay, no, I I, I know um, I don't have anything like that. I don't think he has anything like that. He he just has like an actual like... Uh, it's not a gyroscopic. It's just a normal drill. Oh. Well, anyone out there who is thinking about getting an electric screwdriver, get this DeWalt 8V Max lithium-ion gyroscopic amazing electric screwdriver. I love it so Yeah, much. no, that looks badass. <laughs> That's my next one. I bought recently a non-electric... Lutz brand 15 in one screwdriver, which has a ratcheting action oh. uh, and a bunch of different, yeah, a bunch of different tips and stuff. So I do have an electric drill, but the, uh, it's interesting. So what was it again? DeWalt, uh, DeWalt eight V max electric screwdriver with gyroscope. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's not that badly priced. It's like 60 oh, bucks, right? Yeah, no, that's, that's, Delicious, as it were. Mm-hmm. I did an entire strike with one of these. <laughs> so it's got a good battery, too. It has a great battery. <laughs> I, To be fair, I wasn't the one doing the heavy lifting of taking things apart because I was standing in the shop directing traffic. <laughs> but I was also... Is that weird to get used to now? It is weird. But throughout it, I was also taking things apart. And I was using the electric screwdriver the whole time so that drills were available for the rest of the people. The first tool I bought when we moved into this house was a rubber mallet. Oh. That's a good one to have. Yeah. Yeah. And Jenny was like, why did you purchase that? And literally, I needed... There there was one shelf that I had that I needed to, like, bang together without, like, damaging the thing. And she was like, that's kind of a dumb thing to have. And she uses it all the time as a meat tenderizer. (laughs) Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> no, it's great for stuff like that. I mean, rubber yeah. mallets have a lot of uses. Oh, oh yeah, no. Definitely. Before I before I actually had tools, when I was borrowing tools from my dad, I had one of his hammers, his rubber mallet, and one of his drills. Yep. Yep. And that, that was pretty much taking that. I mean, that put a, put together all the furniture I bought and all that when I moved in. Yeah. I uh, I have I have a great a great amount of tools. They're all just hidden in my garage, and someday I'll actually follow through, open the garage, take everything out, and actually put it back in in a very um, organized and meaningful way instead of <laughs> the pile of things in a garage that it is right now. But you know, for now, it's it's a pile of things in a garage with an empty tool <laughs> chest. I have a huge tool chest. There's just nothing in it. Hmm. Because my tools are in this box and that box, you know, based on the projects I was doing before I got a toolbox. Yeah. Yeah, he, I have a little tool bag. I don't... As long as I'm here, I'm not going to need enough tools to warrant an actual box. <laughs> <laughs> because there's only so much, you know, that I will be doing. Right. Basically just hanging, hanging certain things on the walls. And that's... Pretty much it. Did you guys see that Thor toolbox? No. no. What's... It's it's based on Mjolnir from the Avengers movies. And so Is it on Amazon? 
Uh, yes. It's oh my god! It's more money than I'm willing to spend. <laughs> yeah, but it's not too far above what I'm willing to spend. <laughs> well, because it's so dude. Cool. What? Yeah, it's that's amazing. awesome, dude. What? And I mean, the handle is literally going, a hammer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once you open it, the handle is actually the hammer. Yes, yeah. that is I amazing. Not for two hundred dollars. But I need this. It's, oh. Uh, oh, they no. have one for 90 bucks. It's 90 Yeah, I was just going to say it's right around 100 yeah. The officially licensed one is showing as $191.77. Uh, yeah, see, this but, one is not uh, called Mjolnir. It's called Langeyetianlea. Yeah, which is perfect. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, if I didn't already have all of these tools. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm like, okay, I literally, I think, have all of these. Same this here. is like... In some sort of combination between the things that my dad got me, I have all of these. Yeah. Man, Amazon knows me. In the uh, also liked buy or whatever, there's a, a Tofener knife Thor. Mm-hmm. Original <laughs> gift knife. Thor hammer hand forged knife. Amazon knows me. Amazon knows you. Uh, see, Amazon used to know me better, but I haven't been using them quite as much lately. So now it's like if I search something, it's like for the next time I go on there, it's like, oh, look at all these things. Right. So did you did you end up doing that too, Zach? Of just using Amazon less often, or for your yes. own reasons? No, I, I'm I'm just I mean you know because we talked about it. Be, I think we talked about it. They're yeah. just kind of not a great company. Yeah. I still use them a lot, but I like so far. I think this year I've ordered from them one time. See, that's same here. That's my uh, well, twice I think for me this year. But that was my New Year's resolution because I was ordering from them like three times a week. It's, yeah. <laughs> Is I'm just I'm just not ordering things on Amazon if I can help it. Yeah, every year um, I was or, like I went through um, about I don't know about two thirds of the way through 2018. I went through and I saw literally every year since 2010 I was or, I had or, uh, my amount of orders from them increased. Yes. So around yeah. October or so I said okay I'm going to start trying to cut back. So then 2018 was the first year that my orders from them went down. So then I'm like, okay, I want on average to only order from them at most twice a month for 2019. Go. And so right now I'm doing great. I, I have a couple of things in my cart for February, but I haven't needed to order anything from them yet. So nice. if I can get through all of February without ordering from them, that would be great. That's the trick. I find that I, because I still enjoy the shopping aspect of it. Yeah. But, so I'll get stuff and I'll just put it in my cart and then I'll just not buy it. And then I'll go back a couple of days later and be like, I don't fucking need this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never do. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was another thing too. Cause what I, I, I try to, I know I've talked about this on here numerous times, but I always try and keep a pretty good budget. And since I moved out, I was shopping on there more and I was constantly having to revise my budget for, for like household goods and stuff like that. Cause I would just see something on Amazon and be like, Oh, neat. And then I'd put it in my cart. And I'd pretty much buy it because, you know, I'm like, okay, if I get two items, that's worth an order. Right. So now I'm trying to wait until I have like five or six things that I actually need before I, I order. Yeah, it's like that thing on, on Arrested Development when they're getting the house, you know. But, well, you know, then you have it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> then you have it. So I'm looking at shot glasses now currently while we're talking about oh, Amazon because nice. I the only one that I really have is the one that came off of a tin cup bottle of whiskey. Oh. Um, so I use that all the time. But if but 
that only allows me to take one shot at a time, right? So, or I have to pour it into a larger container. Um, and there is a thing on Amazon called Barbuzo, loaded dice shot glass, which is amazing. It's a shot glass on top and it has a little container on the bottom and it has a, a die in it that you, so you shoot it and then you slam it down and it rolls the dice. How's the Barbuzo spelled? Huh. B-A-R-B-U-Z-Z-O. Oh, okay. Do you do a lot of dice shooting while you Oh, that's shots? awesome. No, I've, in fact, I've only ever seen other people at a bar play loaded dice. I've never actually played it. Wait, loaded dice. What's loaded dice? Is that not like, uh, not three man, but, um, oh God, three man. what's the other one? Liar's dice. I think it's close to it. Drink past, uh, what is that one? No. What is that word? Right? Drink past right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Past huh. right, past left, drink. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's sounding more like three man. Right. Oh. <laughs> I bet, I bet the games are very similar. <laughs> I played three man with Zach once, and I think it might have been on the camping trip where he got too drunk. No, I don't. We played three man a couple times. Oh, okay. That's how I learned to drink was playing three man. Okay, yeah. The first time we played three man was when I still was a prude that didn't really drink. It was, and so um, I did not get drunk the first time, but eventually, yes, because I got tired. Of, we've already discussed this, but I got tired of everyone talking about getting me drunk, so I decided to play a sh- uh, drinking game with wine instead of light beer. Right. Yeah. <sighs> that did not go well. So loaded no, dice. I was going to say, that's almost worse. <laughs> yeah, no, I yeah, I could not drink wine for like 10 years after that. I've just started drinking wine again. <laughs> what's, the, what's the game called that we're playing with loaded dice? Three. Man? It's, well, I don't think it's three, man. The the one that I'm looking at the from that uh, Barbuzo, um, it has six possible outcomes: drink, pass, double, all, left, right. Oh, okay. It, in the in the Amazon, um, like in the description, they might have made their own game, like get loaded and play this loaded dice. Yeah. Game. Okay. Because I liked. I used to use. Well, I don't know that I ever. I used to. I used to collect dice for when on the off chance oh. that um, I would play D and D with my friend Zach. Yeah. <laughs> for things like like if you get a loaded dice, then when you have a weapon that's two d six, the whole process is much quicker because you just roll the one thing and then you know what your two d six is. Yeah. Wait. What do you mean you roll the one thing? Um. So so like a loaded dice would be like a six sided die. But inside is a smaller six-sided die. So you roll the one, the one dice. Oh, I didn't. Okay, I see what you're saying now. I thought you just meant. And it has two different numbers. And you get two different numbers out of it. They could be the same number, but they they happened separately. So so it's right two and one roll. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I had never heard the term used like for a specific noun. Like I I was under the impression that loaded dice were altered dice that you have loaded by heating them in the oven until the inner, like the internal plastic melted and weighted it down. So I guess it's weighted dice rather than loaded dice. Oh, I guess you're right. I'm wrong. I'm just making up a new thing. Oh, okay. That was going to be awesome. If that was the thing. What is that die called? I don't know. 
I guess I guess so. I used to collect them. I probably somewhere in my mom's house probably yeah. are still like the because I, I got one of each. I got a D six, a D ten, D twelve, D twenty. Yeah, cause I, and I used to have a bunch of dice too because we used to play D and D a bunch, and it was helpful to have like extra dice and stuff. See, dice inside dice. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Yeah, dice in dice. Yeah, there you go. And it's all the D and D boys. Here's a D twenty. Yeah. Boom shakata. There it is. Give her a balanced dice. Yeah. I'm not great at it. So but I, I've, done it. <laughs> I've gotten three. The bottom one is flat, and then I've gotten one to stick up on its like on a corner. Mm-hmm. So it looks like a, a diamond or a rhombus. And then I've gotten one on top of that one, but I could never do four. So at that point you have to put it into a one, a three, or a five, right? Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not, I don't remember what a seven looks. Well, there's not going to be a seven on a D6, is there? No. Fucking stupid. No. <laughs> Unless you've been cheated. <laughs> Unless you've been cheated. I, I used seven, to like to 11. buy things at magic shops. And at one point I bought the set of dice at a magic shop that were for craps. So they only, nice. it was only possible on these dice to roll a five or a seven. Oh, wow. <laughs> And I did, like I, I had them for years, and I never knew what to do with it because <laughs> I didn't know how to play craps. Because <laughs> I was probably seven. I guess I that would be more like loaded dice. Yeah, yeah. Because I think traditionally loaded dice are something that's set to only roll on basically one number, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like they can take seven dice. or eleven. Yeah, for oh, seven or eleven—that's <laughs> oh, okay. what it is. Oh, okay, I get yeah. you. Yeah, so these you you any way you threw you threw it any way you wanted, as long as you the person who you know you were beating didn't happen to pick up your dice and look at all the faces. Any any time you rolled it, it would only be a seven or an eleven. I feel like that would be if it if it was uh, like weighted in such a way that it was that every single time, like even like after two or three rounds, it'd be like, okay, obviously these dice are, are bucky. Yes, exactly. <laughs> like I have, I have my. I trick mean, you deck almost of cards. think you wanted. To... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I think you saw maybe I did the trick with Hillary on the my trick deck of cards, where I bought a deck of cards on Amazon at some point that it's all the nine of hearts. It's just, oh. it's 52 of the nine of hearts. <laughs> so you can do a few tricks with Is that. Is this your card? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I pull, I pull it out occasionally when people are in their house or I'm like, bah, 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 bah. here's your card. And they're like, whoa. Like, yep, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> but it falls apart very quickly. Mm-hmm. As soon as they see any like other card. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I used to have a trick coin that was all head. Oh, it was double-headed coin? That's good. Yeah. yeah. I will, and so for a while, I practiced flipism. Okay. I, I would uh, I would use a coin to determine my actions. <laughs> sure. You know, heads I do this, tails I do this. Um, and every now and again, when, because I had a couple of friends who did that too. So every now and again, when it was a thing that I really wanted to do, all right, all right. heads it's this, tails it's this. <laughs> and it was always heads. That's good, like uh, Harvey uh, Harvey Dent. Harvey Dent, yeah, exactly. I still carry that stupid presidential challenge coin that I bought. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day you're gonna need it. Someday. It's never. I've never needed it to this day, but I have it in my pocket every single day. So at some point, I'm gonna imbue it with some sort of personal story or something. I don't know, but yep, I still carry it. Hmm. I stuck it in my pocket for the New Year's party with the thought that I would use it to steal money from people by betting people on flipping the coin. But uh, then I didn't do that. The party got too out of hand by itself. Well, I was the bartender, so I was very busy. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever if you ever see me on the street and you want to see a presidential challenge coin from when the our president met with Kim Jong Un, then uh, I will oh, be happy to show it to you. Mm, lovely, yeah. Mm-hmm. I checked the other day to make sure that it was the same presidential seal, and it is. It's not the stupid one he came up with. <laughs> Wait, what? Didn't he come up with a new presidential seal? Donald Trump. Now we're all typing it. New. <laughs> Presidential seal. <laughs> the Twitter logo. That's funny. <laughs> there was some talk at some point, and I don't think that he ended up doing it, but there was some talk where he oh, was going to okay. alter a couple of things oh, for his own presidential seal. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Well, I got to check the veracity of this. All right. Because it would have happened in the last... I didn't day or so, but I heard that he was tweeting. Oh, he's keeps retweeting Tom. He's Fitton. always tweeting about. Yeah, okay. I heard that he tweeted something, something, something. The Twenty Fifth Amendment is um, unconstitutional. <laughs> there we go. Here it is. <laughs> oh yes, he uh, said he was quoting Alan Dershowitz and Tucker Carlson. But he says that the 25th Amendment is unconstitutional, which is ironic since yeah. it's mm. a part of the Constitution. <laughs> I, uh, I lose more and more faith in him every day. Right. <laughs> oh, you, you guys had any? <laughs> no. Okay. But I didn't. But, it's, well, but I'm it, a pessimist, uh, yeah. so i got to keep that shit in check most of the time. And I mean, into this day, yeah. he's okay. he's yeah. still a very um, unsuccessful president. So <laughs> he has the worst intentions of any president we've ever had. He just is really bad at making it happen. Right. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. Like we've had plenty of presidents that have done worse things than he has, but absolutely, that's, that's because the the times were different and they were actually competent at doing the right. bad things that they wanted to do. Yeah, Ronald Reagan Instead was the, the worst president that the United States has ever had. I'm I'm going to go on record. Anybody come fight me if you feel like I'm, <laughs> I'm wrong. But Donald Trump or not Donald Trump, <laughs> Do- Donald Reagan, God. Donald Reagan. <laughs> oh God. A combination of them, yeah. <laughs> Donald Reagan. Yeah, Ronald Reagan was the worst president our country's <laughs> ever seen. I, I guess I've never gone through a list to, to rank them, but he's definitely one of them. <laughs> I I I'm I'm a very, very amateur presidential scholar because it's always interested me the presidency, so I like to I like to learn about what the presidents did. And yeah, so f- for my eyes, uh it's Reagan. Reagan's the bad one. 
What specifically makes that the case? Uh, there's a handful of things, including that we almost went to war with Russia because he wanted to start Star Wars, and we were nowhere near to having the science for Star Wars, and Russia said, don't look into Star Wars or we're going to go to war. We're going to have issues. And he was like, fuck you. We're going to do Star, Star Wars. Star Wars meaning like, like space battles and shit? Star Wars was the idea that we would put satellites into orbit with lasers on them that could shoot down missiles if they were to be launched towards the United States. Wait, didn't motherfucking current President Trump do that shit too? He started a space force. He was trying to do the same thing, yeah, but he's... Yeah. In the 80s, the the concept was (laughs) thought up. And it was just a concept. We were nowhere near to having the technology to doing that. We still don't have the technology to do that. And and then Gorbachev said, don't do that or we're going to have some problems. And Reagan said, fuck you. We're going to do it. <laughs> and then he like turned to the yeah. scientists and he was like, hey, we're going to do this, right? And they're like, sir, we literally, we're, we're decades away from being able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> But now we're able to do that. So yeah. what's now? What's well, next? No, we what can't do that. We still can't do that. It's it's a little too specific and tough. I mean, and additionally, trickle down economics just shit the bed right away. But people still sure. believe in it for whatever reason. And it, it inspired Bush to start the term trickle down diplomacy, which was he's up there. But um, there are a number of reasons. Reagan made a lot of really bad decisions based on. Um, protecting his image as the cowboy president. Okay. And and it sucks that two of our worst presidents in history are the only two presidents from California. <laughs> yeah. What else can you oh, expect golly. with those <laughs> liberal-ass, dumb Californians? Well, also, the only two presidents to ever come out of California were <laughs> Republicans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Plus, plus the plus. If I remember right, he he kind of didn't really act on on the um, aid the aid, growing AIDS epidemic until he started to get a lot of pressure. Yeah, not at all. Like and he could have yeah. started to do more like way earlier. And that was towards the end of his presidency, where like he had no agency at all because he was losing his mind. Well, yeah. <laughs> His presidency well, was like our current one. Yes, very similar. <laughs> our first obese president in a hundred years, I think. When did Taft leave office? <laughs> Let's see. Taft left office in 1913. So, yes, our first obese president in over a hundred years is Donald Trump. Yes. Which I mean isn't necessarily a bad thing, but I mean he definitely. Oh, God, he well, definitely last year, like he's well, like. Friggin' um, oh god, I'm drunk. Last year for uh, his... sundowning is what I wanted to say. It's, oh, it's, yes. it's like he's sundowning at like noon every day. Yes, and then he probably like snorts a line of coke to stay up till four in the morning to tweet. Apparently, he doesn't actually suntan. He sprays that shit on from oh, a bottle. Yeah, yeah. No sundowning. Oh, yeah, no, sundowning is what old people do when in their lead up to going to bed, where their yeah. mental capacity is less and less. So for and that can take up most of the day. Like for some really old people who have terrible dementia, they are good from ten to eleven a.m. and then after eleven they sundown until they go to sleep. Yeah, right. 
Yeah. So he's, I mean, we had last year with his obesity. Last year they went, okay, this, at this height that we claim he is, which he is not, obese is this weight. So they went one pound less and said, he weighs this much. But then this year, because he very clearly has gained a lot of weight, they couldn't do that again. <laughs> well, you know, when you live off of McDonald's and stuff. Yeah. Shit. Part of me one day wants to, um, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but the people on Dubai Friday did the Donald Trump um, McDonald's challenge. I did it they... live. I did it live while listening to the show with my wife. and we. Oh, screamed. did you? I want to do that one day. Not necessarily on here, just on yeah, my own. Just do it on your own. It's worth It's worth a shot just to see. Just to see what, what that amount it? of food feels like. I'd well, have to, let me see if I can find out. I can, I can tell you what the order is. So he... It's one of his campaign people in, wrote a book at some point and said, this is, this is Donald Trump's McDonald's order. And his McDonald's order is two Big Macs and two filet of fish Which is, first of all, ten pieces of bread. You're right. In addition to the and, rest of the shit. And breaded fish. And breaded fish. Now, the guy came back later on when people were questioning him about this. Like, what, really? And it was like, like what he had basically every day was two Big Macs and two fillet of fish. For oh, one. don't forget. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. What, what, what were you going to say? I was going to say, don't forget about the chocolate milkshake. Oh, and a chocolate milkshake. I forgot about the chocolate milkshake because because he's the boss. But um, <laughs> so then when he was questioned about this later, he was like, "Oh no, 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 no! We were on the move all the time because we were on the campaign, so he didn't eat any of the bread because it was faster." Where it's like, wait a minute, how is that faster? <laughs> when you have a sandwich and you take away the bread how is that faster to eat because now you have to get out a knife and fork I, I guess there's less food but anyway regardless so they that was their challenge one week on Dubai Friday so my wife and I yeah. got that order and sat down and tried to eat it and like got sick after eating yeah no. half of two sandwiches well he does that Multiple times a day. That was or that like was like his dinner every day. Oh Jesus! No, no, no. It was one meal. Oh Jesus! Like God. I'm a super fat person, and I couldn't even fucking do that. Right? <laughs> no, but I I, I want to do it when at one point though I would feel like so awkward going into the McDonald's and ordering that. Oh, you would. You also should order like five drinks. Go through the drive-thru, yeah. order five drinks, uh-huh. throw the drinks away, and then everyone's yeah. happy. Yeah. <laughs> Pretend that I'm not just ordering all of this food for myself. Yeah. yeah. Or one drink per sandwich or whatever whatever you want to do. But <laughs> Part of me always guys... wants to chicken out and just, you know, it's 2,600 calories. I'll just, you know, order an equivalent amount of calories of some other non-McDonald's food. Oh, my but God. I want to I be authentic. This was before I was counting calories. It was just, that's 2,600 calories? Yes, it's 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 at least twenty five percent over what I aim for in a day. Yeah, you know my goal is between fifteen hundred and two thousand. Yeah, and that would be one meal that I'd probably like end up throwing up and wanting to eat more later. Yeah, it's yeah. covered. That's in what mayo. he does every night. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess if you took the bread off it, it would be a lot less, but not that much. You'd be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I, th- I guess it depends on how much their buns are. I think a I lot mean, of it is coming from the from the sauce. 
Yeah. And the chocolate milkshake. And the chocolate milkshake, yes. (laughs) But there's a lot of mayo on that Big Mac. I know. That's the – oh, I hate mayo so much. So William Howard Taft, one of the things that that I I like to bring up about William Howard Taft, because everyone knows he was our fattest president. That's now – He's the one who – couldn't fit in the bathtub. <clears throat> he right? got stuck in the bathtub, so they put in yeah. a big one. So everyone remembers yeah. that about William Howard Taft, right? Mm-hmm. There are two other facts about William Howard Taft no one ever remembers. One is he's the first president to throw out the first pitch at the first baseball game of the season. Okay. The two is he's the only person ever to serve both as president of the United States and chief justice of the Supreme Court. Oh, wow. You know what's I didn't know that. super dumb and funny is that I actually – I didn't think it was true. But now that you say that, I actually knew that fact from fucking Archer. Oh, is that right? The TV show <laughs> Archer, yeah. At one point, one of the characters says that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's 100% true. He served he served as the Supreme Court you know, chief justice, which is a huge deal because he did that a lot longer than he was president. Uh, nine years. Oh, wow. And – See, he was president for one term for four years, and then for nine years he was chief justice. And, uh, yeah, but no one remembers that part. He did that after being president? Mm-hmm. Oh. He left office in 1913, and then in 21 he got appointed to Supreme Court. Huh. So people valued his opinion, is what you're telling me. Even though he was a fat motherfucker. He was a big fat dude, but he also, he never wanted to be president. It was just a weird time in American politics. So it really, it made more sense for him to go run and be president than anyone else who was in the field. Even though he was like, ugh, I just want to be a judge. Because he was a judge up until, like he was a solicitor general. He was on the Sixth Circuit of Appeals. And, uh, but then he, um, he got made Secretary of War by... Teddy Roosevelt, and then after that, um, he became president. Huh. My uh, AP gov- uh, my AP history teacher would be very disappointed because I used to know all this shit, and now I've forgotten it. <laughs> used to have to write pages upon pages every week about um, U.S. history. <laughs> Is that right? My government teacher yeah. asked us to read a chapter well, and answer questions two and f- two and four without using complete sentences. <laughs> and that was the classwork for the day. <laughs> no, I, my AP U.S. history class in junior year of high school was honestly uh, okay. Well, first off, I'm going to say I'm not counting my um, like uh, chem classes and bio classes I had to take in college. But in terms of uh, my college GE stuff, it was way more work than any of my college GE requirements. It was like insane. He was one of those. Yeah. I would have eaten that up. Taft Taft beat William Jennings Bryan for the presidency the year that he was elected in 1909. And William Jennings Bryan was an amazing orator. Amazing, amazing. But he um he is now only remembered as the guy who who um tried to attack evolution as a concept because he thought it was worthless in the scopes monkey trial <laughs> that's how everyone remembers so there's a lot of the, with these two Williams there's a lot of injustice in how they're remembered by history <laughs> I mean at least back then I can kind of kind of sort of un, under, understand attacking 
evolution. Yes, back then it's you know it's nineteen oh nine. We're yeah, we're not very enlightened 110 yet. One hundred and ten years ago. <laughs> but in addition to being like an amazing orator and a front runner to being president of the United States, William Jennings Bryan also served as Secretary of State for the United States. Just no oh. one. <laughs> No yeah, one, one, no one pays attention to that. He was Secretary of, of the State. One of top positions in the government. <laughs> Secretary of State during World War One. Wow, oh, it's shit. a huge deal. But nope, Scopes Monkey Trail. That's that's how we know <laughs> that guy. It's a weird cross to die on, but it yeah. is. <laughs> how dare you, sir? Question something that science had not proven. Still hasn't technically proven. But it, that's right. You can't prove a negative. The, yeah, it's the yeah, best I mean, fucking you running theory. Yeah, you would need like millions of years of, of observation to actually prove yeah. the theory of evolution. Uh, exactly. Well, I mean, gravity too. Gravity's still a theory. We well, don't yeah, actually know. Still, even though we live yeah. it every day, we don't actually know that gravity exists. We, yeah, and what's exactly causing it and all that. We know right. it has something to do with the mass of the object, but well, no. Recently, why? though, they've they've discovered uh, they've observed gravitational waves. Oh, is that right? Recently, yeah. yeah. Um. I've heard, I heard they still th- don't know what causes it, though. I heard but a theory it, that gravity is caused by the expansion of the universe. So, I mean, that it could make sense. I can expand sure. on this if you <laughs> if you like. So, so they say the universe is expanding at whatever rate. And yeah, so within right. it, I think we, they pretty much know it's expanding. Yeah, and within the universe, it's not like the universe is getting bigger without us. We are expanding with the universe. Correct. From the time that we started this call to the time we finished the call, we will be a lot bigger universally than we were at the start. So one of the theories of gravity I heard is that basically like if you have a little ball and a little person and that person jumps away from the ball and then they both expand, they expand together. Okay. The, the ball comes up to the feet, the feet come down to the ball, and that's gravity. Sure. That's... The only theory of gravity I've ever heard that makes a lot of sense. I know that there's an equation to calculate gravity that I used to have to know for physics. And I'm going to um, put in our channel. Have you guys ever heard of the channel Kurzgesagt? I don't know how to pronounce it on YouTube. They do a bunch of uh, science and physics type stuff. We don't have to watch it right now, but I'm posting a link to the video um, the video itself isn't focused on gravity, but it's focused on um, space travel um, and our civilization. And that the expansion of the universe plays a big role in that. And it's actually, based on our current understanding of things, um, in the future, once the universe has expanded enough, I forget the time scale, but eventually everything outside of our local cluster will have gotten so far away from us that like a human millions of years from now in our solar system would like the sky would be just inky black. Interesting. Like there would be, and maybe not completely, there might be some, uh, some like the local cluster is close enough that they're attracted together. Like how the Andromeda galaxy is actually even closer to the Milky Way galaxy, but eventually things will have expanded so far based on their current theory that things will stop being visible to us. Very interesting. Cause it's like expanding at like, I could be wrong, but it's basically like near the speed of light or at the speed of light 
is the rate of expansion of the universe. So based on our current understanding of physics, nothing can go faster than the speed of light. So eventually everything will be like outside of our reach other than our current like cluster. Oh, okay. I like Provided how this that is... it doesn't it, that doesn't collapse in on itself before that happens. Right. Well, yeah. No, there's a couple, you know, if we want to get into like doomsday type stuff, there's a couple, <laughs> you know, there's like a theory about like a big rip where eventually the universe will expand too fast, too much and it'll yeah. like I forget the actual, I don't know, they actually have a video on this too, um, where there's like a rip in space-time, and hmm. the universe basically like deletes itself or something. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. Then the other popular one is just, it keeps expanding forever, and eventually all all the stars die, and then all the black holes die, and it's just empty. Man. Oh, so and then the new Big Bang happens. Yeah. <laughs> this, then, yeah. This is the episode where we all get really drunk and start talking about political talking about science physics and, and meta- political history, metaphysics. Yeah. <laughs> really getting down to brass tacks. I'm not going to lie though. Kurzge Oh god, I'm too drunk to even try and pronounce this fucking name. Kurzgesagt. I will type it into the um Oh, I put the link in. I don't remember doing that. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you did it when you said, I'm going to put the link in, and then you sent it. Yeah. Well, no, because I, 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 I put it in our Skype thing, but then I guess I also put it in the doc. Oh. Um, I'm going to take a, take a shot at it. Kurzgesagt. Gesagt. Gesagt? Kurzgesagt. I don't know. That, that sounds the, the most right. They, Wait, they the, G's, a, the G is silent. Huh? Huh. I'm just guessing. Okay. That's probably bullshit. They're one of my favorite. Spell it. Yeah, they're one of my favorite uh, channels on science. YouTube. They have a lot of like science and physics type stuff. Let's see. Reddit uh, has how do I pronounce Kurz? Kurzgesagt. Wait, what the fuck? Kurz Kurzgesagt. I didn't. I didn't mean to to derail us into a <laughs> into a five minute conversation on how to how to pronounce their channel name. Apparently, a in, German word in German it means in a nutshell. Oh, okay. Ah. Well, that makes sense because that's their that's like their theme in a nutshell. They try and like condense like um, really broad topics into like uh, eight to like twelve minute videos. Kurzgesagt. According to user <laughs> X Ninja, mm. uh, German listeners, friends of the show, yeah. please call in. And Do we have any German listeners? <laughs> My mother majored in German. She has a bachelor's degree in German, so I could I could ask her sometime. But it's a little late right now. <laughs> to see yeah, what she yeah. feels. No, you, I guess we'll let you off the hook. You don't have to yeah. call her right this instant. That's one of no, the I'm not. You like, call her right now. My, oh, okay. I could. She'd answer and tell me. And then, <laughs> yeah. My my mom has made a lot of. She's a, a weird life in general. But one of the weirdest things about her is that she graduated from UC Davis with a degree in German. She spent two years thinking she was going to have a degree in veterinary science, and then switched to getting a degree in German. Then she immediately started working at daycares, and then since then she's on like her thirtieth year of being a school teacher. Wow! For second graders, not teaching them German. Says you. 
Hmm. She's secretly teaching them. <laughs> <laughs> For 30 years, she's been a sleeper cell. <laughs> yeah, so she's like, she still is fluent in German. I don't know any German. Even though it's raised by a woman who spoke it, but I just wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't uh, interested at all. But you speak French. I do speak French, so there is that. But yeah, like I went to, I went to Germany more with her. More languages than I speak. What's that? Oh, it's oh, more languages than you speak. <laughs> yeah. When when did you go to Germany with with your mom? Uh, like ninety nine, somewhere around there. Oh, okay. We went to Germany, and it was a, it was weird. This was before I actually knew that she spoke German. Because oh. <laughs> I was a third or fourth grader, so like I had no concept for what even a college degree was. So right. we go to Germany and um and she's just talking to all the locals and I'm like, What is going on? <laughs> but my aunt has told me a similar story about the fact that my grandfather speaks um Spanish and he speaks Japanese. That's interesting. He speaks Japanese because he was stationed in Okinawa just in, after right. uh, the Korean yeah. War. But um, she didn't know that he spoke Japanese until when she was like 9 or 10. And they went to Hawaii and there was a group of Japanese tourists on the beach. And then her dad just starts walking towards them speaking Japanese at them. She's like, what's going on? What's <laughs> Are you making fun of people? <laughs> yeah. So oh, that's great. My grandfather oh, to this good. day speaks he's like a, he speaks fluent Japanese because he just felt like it was his duty while he was overseas to learn the language. I think that's actually true. Like if yeah. you go somewhere and you're there for more than, you know, a week or two, it is your duty to learn that language. Well, like learn some phrases I can see, but yeah, he, exactly. Like, to this day they have a there's an old they live in a basically a retirement a community old. even though it's not it's just a place that a lot of old people happen to live. And there's a very, very old Japanese woman that moved in across the street from them, and he just became her papa-san, and <laughs> he goes over there every single day and speaks Japanese at her, and they just have all these Japanese conversations, and then he walks her dog. Oh, that's <laughs> That's so cute, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I can speak minimal Spanish, uh, like enough to, to get by for the most part. I can't yeah. even do that much. I, I can, keep thinking about like signing up for a course to like, because I, I I feel like if I started actually trying, I I went up to I took three courses in high school, so I got an okay base at the time. Like at at the time, I could pretty much read like basic level like i could probably read at like a i don't remember what grade level but i could read like a child in spanish <laughs> so you could read like could, a, at the I, very least at a kindergarten level you could yeah 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 because i mean once we got to the third third year of it it was you know pretty much everything we did in the class we had to either talk or write in spanish did you have to write so essays to and a, stuff yeah yeah we had to, we had to actually write and then give a speech that was all in spanish we had um, to like, like prove a couple points pages. at certain points in French class. It'd be like, oh, it wasn't quite that. It wasn't quite that intense. <laughs> it, it was. It was. It was like an English class where at a certain point it was like, okay, it, some people say that there's this thing about French culture. Some people say that. So you need to now write an essay that would um, convince me. Argue one of them. Like argue one of the points and convince me that whichever viewpoint is valid. Like this. This isn't philosophy. I just want to learn how to talk. Right. Exactly. But that you know, that's a way to learn how to talk because you have to yeah, use to argue a different a point. Yeah, exactly. 
I mean, I've lost a lot of my French over the years. I'm probably at least down to a third grade level at this point. But you've got the concepts and you and you've got the verb conjugation, so you can pick it back up if you really were to put a concerted effort. Right. I was doing the Duolingo thing for a while because that's actually right. a really good resource. And I was okay with the data mining involved in Duolingo. <laughs> for services like that, I like to look into what the data mining actually is because sometimes it's real creepy and I don't want to be a part of it. Like when Google was doing that thing of like, take a picture and we'll show you an, a classical art portrait that looks like you. Yeah, no. That was very nefarious. I did not do yeah. that. Duol- like, aha, FBI, good try. Right. Duolingo <laughs> was, was selling it to Google Translate, which for me, that's fine. Yeah. Helping. Which I actually think that's important. Yeah. Like, because to understand a large the, part the, of the mistakes. slang and, and, yeah. and, yeah, and, and how your, how a brain comprehends going from one language to the other, I think is, is largely important. Totally. That's why to this day, I'm still okay with Duolingo. I don't right. have it on my phone. It would be a better use of my time than the goddamn gin rummy game I have. <laughs> well, you know, you, you are ultra hardcore with your apps. I um, am. The gin rummy game needs to be deleted. I'm actually about to delete it right now. Because <laughs> you haven't played it for a while or because you play it too much? Oh, no. I was playing it up until Zach said I'm ready to go. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> but it's gone now. How do you vet then? How do you how how do you go from like, yes, I play this shit all the time to, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to delete you from my life. Well, see, it all depends. It, it It's not about whether or not I use you. It's about whether I should be using you. Right now I'm at 19 Or whether you gain anything from it. Yes. Is there a reason why you want to get so low? I want to get so low because I don't like the fact that I use my phone at all. Oh, okay. I just, I hate it. And so it's this constant struggle with myself where I'm like, you know, scrolling through Reddit saying what's new with the funny memes. And then it's like, well, boy, I really hate that I have this app on my phone at all. So now I'm deleting Reddit. If I didn't have my cell phone, I would get so much shit done around my house. Exactly. Because it'd be so bored. It's just easy to, like, zone out and go right into that. Yeah, I just deleted two apps, and I'm downloading Duolingo. So now I'm down to 18 apps on my phone. (laughs) What's the name of that? It's a program that is named after the, the first like translation tablet that they found the blank stone Rosetta stone. Yes. Thank you. Um, that I've heard is very comprehensive and very, Oh, it's amazing. Uh, immersive. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. My mom got some sort of free trial through her school, some free, something, something, something. Cause they were going to try and like put that into the lower grades to have them start to learn how to learn, learn languages because school districts get big discounts on group rates. Oh, for yeah. Rosetta stone. Sure. Sure. It was very immersive. It was very good. Like you come out of an hour of that and you're like, oh man, I really like I speak French now. Yeah. And Duolingo is like Rosetta Stone light because it really, it, right. it is kind of there as far as like, do you have to pay for it? No, no, it's free. Cause they oh, sell, think, they're, gonna... they're selling the data to, to translation websites. To... And it teaches you how to speak the language. Yes. Yeah. Oh, with I'm games and like little like little exercises. Yeah. The reason that I deleted it is because it fucking constantly reminded me. You'd be like, "Hey, Duolingo. Oh. Hey, Duolingo." And oh. I'm like, "Fuck you." Like, no, see, I that's work. the thing. In addition, in addition yeah, to having rough. very few apps, 
almost none of my apps have any permissions at all to send me notifications. Right. Right. That 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 actually killed. You know, we haven't talked about this in a long time, but that actually kill, kind of killed the Harry Potter game for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because if I didn't log in for more than like six hours, it'd be like, oh, you better get back to class. Yeah. Like, fuck, oh, you. fuck you. Yeah. I'm working it, now. Like a went, real person. But it went both ways because I, I had the same problem where so I turned off the notifications because it was doing that. And then I would forget for weeks at a time to log into yeah, the yeah, app. So I then just, I didn't miss it. The other day. Yeah. Then it deleted. It's got to update. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I'm about to delete it because I just logged into it the other day and now it started with its its notifications like constantly. Yeah. I, uh, oh, go ahead. I was just going to say my wife has come in here three times to pour me a shot and oh, nice. every single time she's come in here has been within seconds of me farting. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like I'm, I'm in a room alone and I fart. Yeah, and you think you can she just do it whenever in. you want. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no safety apparently in marriage no <laughs> see you know what i'm going to talk about this this isn't even an after show we're still doing the regular show yeah <laughs> my wife and i have never had a full um any any not even a full any amount of a fart conversation really never <laughs> never once i'm certain hmm, she's smelled my farts at this point well I, yeah you guys have been together fart? for a long time i'm sure she does i've never smelled it that i know of wow or heard it I because so I have a I have a or heard it no, I have a concept in my brain that you don't fart in your sleep, because I <laughs> okay <laughs> I don't. To my <laughs> mind, I wake up enough, I gain enough consciousness to make the decision to fart, and then I do because uh, otherwise you might shit. That's, exactly. uh, that's an interesting exactly interesting concept there. Mm. And I've done this a handful of times where I wake myself up enough to go. What? Smell the night. Yeah, go ahead and fart. And then I do. And then I realize that my wife is awake. <laughs> so <laughs> she will eventually hear this episode, but I we have never talked about it. I have never admitted farting to her other than like, uh, I'm going to fart and then go. No, I've admitted it. There's been like one or two times where she's like, oh, it stinks in here. I'm like, well, got some news for you. <laughs> But she's never admitted yeah. farting to me, and I know she does because that's what Everyone humans does, do. Because yeah. humans, yeah, yeah. Well, she just doesn't eat any fiber. No, she eats plenty of fiber. Don't no, worry. I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's a, it's a. I've never been in a relationship with a woman where we got to that point where we we're like, ugh, I'm gonna fart right now. You might want to go to the other side of the room. You guys just went right past that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's a, uh, yeah, we. I, you don't really announce it unless you, you know, it like, unless you feel like you need to, you know, but, but, you know, often, you know, if, if I can, I'll go to the other room, but she's actually really chill. And so hmm. she kind of spoils me to the point that like, I'll just cut one and be like, Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. She's like, it's fine. And so like recently within the past couple months, I've just been farting <laughs> to the point that like at work, I have to remind myself that's not appropriate. Right. You don't just, <laughs> You don't just blast ass in the middle of an office setting. <laughs> just let her rip. Yeah. Because, I mean, you say, yeah. excuse me, and you're like, oh, I'm sorry yeah. about that. But, like, still, yeah. Yeah. And fact, she's stuck with me now. Ten years. Yep. You're going to fucking. <laughs> you take all of me now. That's what right. I mean. chain. <laughs> if that's yeah. the biggest problem you have, then, you know, you're, you're right. doing pretty well. You're doing real good. Yeah. 
Yeah. I have to go to the restroom, so I'll be right back. All right. S- speaking of farting, yeah. subliminally. <laughs> <laughs> James, do you ever fart while you're peeing? I was about to ask you a farting while peeing question. So, <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> what percentage of the time that you go pee do you also fart? Probably 80. <laughs> See, I was going to say, this for me, it's about the same because you're relaxing yeah. all the muscles downstairs. Right. Right. Yeah, I'm right there and, with you. And at the same time, pushing. Mm-hmm. Right. You're you're releasing your kegels, but also like applying a little bit of pressure. Exactly, especially if you're pushing. I had a rough one this morning because uh, I I have a lot of trust in my bladder muscles. Uh huh. At some point, it's going to turn out that I have too much trust in them, but I have not hit that day yet. But I went to bed last night and laid down and got comfortable. And it's very cold right now. And I lay down and I got comfortable and I went, ooh. And I said out loud to my wife, she, she, I said, ooh. And she said, what's going on? And I said, well, I have to pee. She's like, oh, that's that sucks. You have to like get up and go pee. And I said, no, I'm going to sleep now. Yeah, I but should it, go pee. But it sucks that I also have to go to, go pee. Because I know that when the time comes when it's an emergency and I need to go pee, I will wake myself up and go do it. Right. It wasn't an or emergency. Or you'll have that awkward pee dream. Yeah. <laughs> Which I haven't had in a long, long time other than being incredibly drunk. Right. You know, in high school. But um, Sure. So then, yep, you know, sure as shit, about 9 a.m., I went, ugh, because today was a sleeping day. So 9 a.m. was early. I went, whoop, I have to pee. And so because I had just woken up and I had been holding my pee all night long, went in the bathroom and I went and it was just so much, it was too much farting. Yeah. It was getting yeah. in the way of the streams. <laughs> <laughs> you know that when it like interrupts your stream. Yeah. <laughs> You're going along. Everything's fine. Uh, your body has to pick one or the other. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Things that I'm sure ladies don't deal with. And probably you probably wouldn't have to pick if you were to go sit down. Exactly. Have we talked about the sitting down peeing? Zach is back. I just. Oh wow! Yeah, catch. Yeah. Yeah. I just got back. Have we? I have, think we have at some point. Yeah, because that's how I learned. I think we talked about a, this last as week. As a child. As a child, because I was raised by a single mother, I was. Right. She, she was just like, I don't want to clean your pee up off the floor. Is Harry pee? You sit down. <laughs> There's no mess. And then since, when did you realize that you could do it otherwise around like five? I told her I was going to start peeing like grandpa does because my yeah. grandpa, <laughs> my grandpa taught me a fair amount about being a man. He was like, Hey, we're going to go take a shower. Get in here. Like when I was staying with my grandparents, it was either that I could, could take a bath alone or if I wanted to take a shower, I had to do it with my grandpa. Right. I don't know why specifically. Was, I don't know, but I was five. So whatever. So like my grandpa is the first penis I ever saw. <laughs> seen my grandpa's penis multiple times. Who hasn't? Yeah. And uh so I also during all of this stuff saw him pee standing up. So I decided mm-hmm. that that's something I was going to do. And then, you know, that was the worst day of my mom's life cuz then she spent the next 15 years wiping my pee up off the ground. Oh yep. no. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I mean, no matter how how close you think you're being, you try so hard. You you try so hard. You come away. You're like, you know what? I did really good that time. And then you go, oh shit, look at that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. 
as long as you're lifting the seat, right, and then wiping up after yourself, it's fine. For sure. I need. Well, oh yeah, you have to at minimum lift the seat. Yeah. yeah. I'm very bad at wiping up after myself, but yes, the seat is always lifted. Right. Now, hmm. when I lived with nothing but dudes, sometimes <laughs> would deal. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. Absolutely. I lived with two dudes for for a while, and um, there's pee everywhere. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> Oh no! I, yeah, it's uh, like you didn't do the dorm up, thing. They just you, you, yeah. <laughs> no, I went from living with, living at home to living on my own, and it's like okay, I'm the only one here. So I, you know, just I have my my uh, hardwood floor cleaner. I just at least you know I try in a couple times a week, just there on the toilets, uh, squirt some cleaner down there, and just wipe it wipe it real quick. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. If you constantly do that, it becomes less gross and less of a thing. No, yeah, exactly. I should take three squares of toilet paper off every single time I pee and just wipe around the base of the toilet just in case. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, should. but I should. I don't either, yeah. I, but you I think about really... it. <laughs> <Yeah>. Later. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Because yeah. it's just one of those things. It's like whenever – there's times when if I have like just cleaned around the toilet, there'll be times where I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit just because yeah. – I just cleaned, and if I don't, there's going to be some stuff splattered. Even if I aim mm-hmm. directly into the middle of the toilet the whole time, yeah, totally. I have the, you know, I'm I've got a daughter that I'm starting to try and potty train, and I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to stop peeing while standing up when she can see, <laughs> because she's going to start trying it. No, not just, not necessarily that, but just like. It's going to be pretty hypocritical. It's probably going like, to help. Yeah. You have to go sit on the toilet. She's like, I've never seen you sit no. on the toilet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Except those times when you go take a shit and I'm begging you for 15 minutes to come play with me. And I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to wait. Daddy's busy. <laughs> Daddy's got a uh, lot going on. He's playing gin rummy. There's... <laughs> Talking about games on the phone, I've actually gotten back... I wouldn't necessarily back into it because I log into it only about once a day, but I re-downloaded the Pokemon Go. Mm, have you? And it actually, now, you can sync it with your... Um, I'm sure you can with uh, with uh, iOS too, but I can sync it with my Google account. So even when the app is closed, it counts my steps. So you get you know, like your little rewards and stuff without even pulling it up. That is very interesting. Now yeah. I don't have a Google account for for steps like or I anything. Said, I, it might it might work with iOS. I'm not sure. Well, no. Well, as far as the Google account thing goes, yes, because that's how I have. That's how I had Pokemon Go. Oh, okay. Back in the day, because I refused. so like I have Google Fit on my phone, and that keeps track of all my like my steps hmm. on, with like my watch too. So then it just syncs with Pokemon Go. So like if I walk five miles then even if i didn't pull up pokemon go for two days it'll say oh you walked five miles and they added like a thing where when you walk like uh, five kilometers 25 kilometers and, and 50 kilometers it gives you like pokeballs and stuff like that Interesting. so i so get it, that it translates to distance but how does it track your steps oh in well he is probably a smartwatch well my phone does too um I you with my Android phone, I can either tell it to um, have like, oh god, I forget, 
I'm drinking too much to remember what it is, but it's a <laughs> setting where you can tell it to basically keep good track of your of your location and stuff. And if it's doing that, it'll keep track of your steps, even if the phone is off, like not off, but if it's idle in your pocket, it'll keep track. But of your steps. how does it know the distance between your steps? You'd have to calibrate it, but James, your phone is keeping track of your steps within the health yeah. app. Ah, interesting. Yeah, I don't I don't know the exact science behind it, but. Yeah, um, both my you, phone and my watch keep track of steps. Because that's the thing, too. I now, move around a lot on my rolling chair at work. Right. More yeah, than the that, distance of one of my steps. So how that can then? definitely, I think, game the system. When I was buying a watch, I watched reviews, and someone did a, did a review where they had their watch on their main, like the dominant um, hand, and they were like a... Um, like doing Checking like off. a right. wood. <laughs> well, yeah, no, but not in the video. They were doing like wood shit. Um, fuck, I don't know how you would call it. Like wood carving. Okay, and, sure. Moving their hand a lot. Yeah, basically. and and basically it counted for I forget how many steps. And different watches were had different means of tracking. But so you're gonna have like if it's a watch, you're gonna have some of that. If you're someone that like um, constantly like moves their leg up and down. Um, you're probably going to have some of that. Um, but other, otherwise, like at work, I'm always standing. So I know on my phone, it's probably pretty good. On my watch, I think it gets exaggerated a little bit. Sure. Um, I just caught a tail-o. What? Tail-o? I don't know. I downloaded Pokemon Go and oh, you- <laughs> I caught a Pokemon <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I pretty much just log in once a day at least. And my apartment has my my parents' house is like a dead zone. It sucks, but my apartment constantly has like a shit ton of Pokemon around it. So I I just try and down go on there once a day down uh, catch my Pokemon before my my parents' house never had any Pokemon. Um, I never wanted to have it up on my phone because it drains battery like a motherfucker. Um, and yep. like anywhere I was at, it, I was never near a pokey stop. So I just ran out of pokeballs. I'm like, oh well, this sucks. Actually, either buy pokeballs or specifically like drive to a pokey stop. But now that you do that, like if you don't get if you don't take it too seriously and you just do it every once in a while and you walk at least five kilometers a week, um, walking five kilometers gets you like ten or fifteen pokeballs. Oh, that's good. Huh. And then if you do 25 kilometers, it's uh, Pokeballs and, like, Ultra Balls. Huh. Um, so, yeah. I still have a uh, a Charmeleon here following me that I'm trying to turn into a oh. Charizard. Oh, that was my favorite Pokemon going up, but I've only caught one and it sucked. So I've given up on trying to level that up. Caught one Charizard? And, uh, one Charmander. Oh, I see. My Charmeleon I, is... Uh, I don't know. How do you know what level it is? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I don't. I don't play. I don't like. Play, I just played as like a little thing to do yeah, something. I, I I was very into it right when it happened, and so I don't know how to. Yeah, I never really got super into it. You can have. You can set up Pokemon as your buddy, and then when you walk, it finds candy to let you upgrade it faster. Right, and this is what I have, but I don't know what. So I like I have a pincer right now. I don't know what so level my my Charmeleon is. When I click on it, you can okay. So um, shit. 
go to hit the Pokeball in the middle. Wait, okay. Pokeball in the middle. Got it. And then hit Pokemon. Pokemon. And it has a list. You can, um, there's a little button to the bottom right, and mm-hmm. you can sort it by different things. Sort it by combat power. By and it will tell you, like, power. your, yeah, CP. It'll oh. tell you, like, your, so that'll tell you, like, the strength of the Pokemon. My strongest one is, is an executor. Yeah, so, like, I have a pincer as my strongest, and he's my buddy. So then you can find your Charmeleon on the list somewhere, and it'll tell you what his CP is. Apparently, he's pretty low because... Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so his CP is 680. Oh, okay. I don't think that's that bad. Is it not? I've been, I've been playing it a lot recently, so I have a <laughs> lot higher than that. But... Well, my executor is... What are you? Where are you, buddy? 1624. Oh shit! Yeah, your your strongest Pokemon is still stronger than mine. <laughs> I haven't played this in two years. Yeah, I know that's that's sad. Yeah, my my strongest is the Pinster at fourteen thirteen. Huh. James, you're you speaking Greek to me. <laughs> you never never got into the Pokemon. Not in any incarnation that it has been. My brother was super into the card game okay. back mm. in the nineties. Right. Uh, See, that makes then, sense because you were like you're you're a few years older than us, and I know right. when when we were like what like what fifth or sixth grade. That's when the TV show and the card game got like big. Yeah, year two thousand, yeah. about fifth grade. Yeah, so two thousand, I was in. Uh, I was a sophomore. Okay. Yep, that would make it yeah. very lame. If that's, yeah. that's why I don't care about like Beyblades and shit like that. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, Without fail, again, she walked into the room after I farted. <laughs> Without fail. Luckily, she loves you. Yeah. Like, I keep thinking that I'm safe, and I keep thinking, like, oh, it's been plenty of time. She's not going to come back. <laughs> just, <laughs> man, I, oh, just, I love you, too, and I appreciate it. Without fail. Like literally less than thirty seconds. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it's like some weird magic call or something. <laughs> See, I've got kind of luck. I mean, we we started our call at ten. My wife probably fell asleep about ten oh five. So I'm lucky. I'm just sitting here at a table covered in garbage, just without fear. I have no fear. Pee my pants. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> How old were you the last time you peed your pants? How old was I? I was uh, 18 or 19. Peed my pants or peed the bed? Peed your pants. Both? It's a different story. Okay, so both for me. Both. I was was asleep in a bed and I was wearing pants and then I peed them. Ah. Mm, I don't know. Were you drunken? Yes. Well, yeah. I, I think for most people, once you get past like... 16 to 18, if you're peeing in the bed, you're normally probably drunk. Yeah. Right, yeah, agreed. Um, in terms of, God, I can't remember. I shit my pants when I was, a, like, a, what, like seven or eight? But Is that true? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I haven't told the story on here before. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, when my dad and my mom, well, stepmom, were getting married, um, they were having the, mar- uh, the marriage up in Tahoe, so... We drove up there, and I ended up having, like, I, I don't remember the details. I don't know if I just didn't go to the bathroom beforehand, but we were staying at some hotel, and I had, like, 
it ended up being basically border, like diarrhea. Oh. And I'm like, oh my god, I have to go so bad. And so we get to the hotel. They're like, okay, where? I I heard it as where's the bathroom. Um, they were like, where's the room? And so the the person at the front desk says around the corner. So they give me a key and off I go. So I'm like, I have to go to the bathroom so bad. And so I go around the corner and I end up in a like a laundry room. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, there's no bathroom in here. And it just yeah, that and it was just happened. Story. It just happened. So yeah, I was around the same age because I just remembered the last time that I peed my pants and I made a decision. I was in the movies with my family with a fair amount of my family it was all men it was like my uncle and my grandpa and cousins and stuff anyway it was a bunch of dudes we all went out and we watched the movie castaway with tom hanks oh shit good flick <laughs> yeah good movie i was 10 it was a three-hour movie though <laughs> i got a big soda but the movie was so good oh, shit <laughs> the movie was so good we were two hours in and i had to pee and so it was reaching a breaking point. I'm sitting there like my legs are bouncing and I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. But at a certain point I was like, all right, I'm making this decision right now. I can't miss any part of this movie. Oh no. And so I peed, I peed the theater seat. Oh, no. <laughs> you were that kid. I was that kid. And then we left and we didn't even go out through the lobby. We like left through the side door to walk straight into the parking lot. Oh no. And I can remember my uncle, um, like talking to him and he was like but your pants are wet and I was like oh yeah I peed my pants and he was like well you didn't tell us and I was like no I really wanted to keep watching the movie wanted to keep watching the movie yeah <laughs> and so then he's he's going like well, someone else is going to go sit in that seat for the next showing we should tell someone or something and then my grandpa's like well, it's a little late for that I mean, we should just go yeah it's fine it's fine <laughs> They'll figure it out. Yeah. So instead, <laughs> we just uh, we left, and they dropped me off at my house, and I changed my pants. But so oh, I was about Lord. ten, and it was a decision. Yeah. Because I had it; it was within my abilities to go to the bathroom. I just it was more important not to. That's interesting. I also made a decision. It wasn't quite within my ability. I was walking home. I was eleven. And uh, so far, by the way, I'm really glad that we're all around the same age when this happened to us. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> so I was walking home from school and I really, really had to go. Uh, and I misjudged. Like, I should have gone before I left school, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I figured I could make it. And then I get on my street and it was like, you know, how you like set like goals for yourself. Like, oh, once I'm here, it's fine. Once I'm here, it's fine. But it was a mm -hmm. long walk still on my street. And so I was like, okay, well, I'll just let a little bit of it out, and then I'll, mm -hmm. I'll be fine. And there's no <laughs> stopping it once you start peeing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, like, drenched my pants. And I was young enough that my mom still did my laundry, mm -hmm. but, like, old enough that I could have done it myself. So, I, you know, I went home, and, like, I just changed my, my pants and stuff. But I'm such a guilt-ridden person that I completely, out of nowhere, told my mom. Like, yeah, so I peed my pants. She goes, what? I was like, I just couldn't make it home in time. Like, I tried, you know, but I, and I tried to just let a little bit of it out. And she goes, you know, you, you didn't have to tell me any of that. She's like, you, you could have just done your own laundry. Like, you know how to do that. And it would have been fine. And I was like, well, okay. See, you were <laughs> more of an adult time. than I was at that age because I didn't, I didn't learn how to do my own laundry until I was about 20. Oh my god! When you had to, when you moved out? No, 
so I moved out at 18. <laughs> but I still would come back to Stockton often enough that it basically lined up when with when I needed some laundry done. So I just bring it home and I just never thought about laundry. It just wasn't a thing to think about. Right. And uh, so I was around 20 when I was finally like, all right, let's get down to let, like, all right, let's talk about this, mom. Let's uh, what's this whole <laughs> laundry thing? Like, what do we do here? Yeah. Yeah, so I at eleven I had no I had no shot. I <laughs> the laundry was getting done by someone else. Right. Well, and it largely was like she she taught us how because uh, there were three of us mm-hmm. and we were you know stair steps. It was eleven, ten, and nine. Um, and so and then we also lived at the time we lived with my grandma and her boyfriend mm-hmm. and my mom. And so there's six people now who have to do laundry. And my mom was going to school and she was like, look, like, she's like, I will do laundry one day of the week. She goes, if you need laundry done other than that, like it's on you to wash your laundry. You know, this is how you do it. Sure. You know, so. That's not a complicated process. I probably could have figured it out. But it just wasn't a thing that you thought about. It just didn't uh, didn't come up. Didn't occur to you. Yeah. I was doing plenty of other things because, you know, growing up with just a single mom, like there's plenty of things where it was like, I rebuilt a fence, (laughs) things like this where I did not actually have these skills, but my mom didn't. And so she was like, Hey, here's one of us got to, (laughs) can you try to figure out like how fences are built and then maybe rebuild this fence? Mm -hmm. That kind of thing happened all the time. So I don't know. It's a weird upbringing <laughs> with only with only the single mom. Very weird stuff happens. I'm just just watching my little Pokemon guy and making sure that no Pokemon <laughs> are around now. Now you've mentioned this before, I uh, think, hmm? but I I don't rightly remember. And if you don't want to answer on here, that's completely fine. Do you know your dad? See, that is not something we'll talk about on air, but I'm happy to tell you about it off air. Fair enough. Yeah. Which we're coming up to pretty soon, since we're over <laughs> two hours and fifteen minutes. Yeah, I can't minutes. believe we're over two hours. Jesus. See, this yeah, was a good a one conversation. Yeah, I thought that we all might get drunk and just really have a nice time. That's why I thought let's <laughs> do it Saturday. That tends to happen when we do it. Yeah, when <laughs> when none of us have to work the next day. Yeah, we should do a face to face one soon, though. I we agree. should. I agree with this. Yeah, I can. I can offer my house, my office. We can hang out in um, or somewhere else. I have I don't have Skype set up on my computer, but it wouldn't be that hard. I do have a mic. Well, we um, don't need Skype if we're in person. That's right. You can yeah. just record it. We can do GarageBand. Right. Yeah. So that works. My ha- my apartment's always open. Yeah. Wherever we decide. I have a Zoom recorder at uh, at the high school now, and so I could always bring that home and and record us with it, and then. <laughs> Take it back. It's just its own separate recorder, and then you plug it in through a USB. How yeah. Work? Well, you okay. put you put an SD card in it, basically. I had them buy it for me, but I have not yet had a reason to use it for work. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, it's the same thing with this laptop. I'm recording on this laptop that I had them give me. I have not right. really used it for work very often. It's mostly my personal laptop. But if you need it, it'll be. You know, I'm going to need it on requesting it then. Yeah. yeah. On Tuesday, I am going to need this laptop for work. 
And that will be the first time this school year that it's come up. (laughs) 